Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Paper Play Action. It's been a minute since we've had a full episode. We've been doing a lot of, uh, what, it's been like, what, almost three weeks now? Pretty much going on? We've been busy. Yeah. I cracked my wisdom tooth, and that makes me, it hurt a lot. I just got it taken out like yesterday. But in, uh, but in response, Savon has been grinding that shit on Monster Hunter. Yeah, I love that shit. Works. Yeah, I took two days off, and then, funny story, I didn't even know about me going to the dentist. Fuck New York dentist. Because I, sch- <laughs> I scheduled an appointment for oral surgery for the dentist, like three separate times. Each time I get there, they're like, oh, we don't do oral surgeries. I don't know why you scheduled here. But I talked to them on the phone, like, hey, I need a surgery. They're like, oh, we got you, no problem. Where is that person now? What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I was like, where is that guy? Who is that guy that keeps scheduling these things for me? Yeah. I want to fight him. <laughs> it's also ironic because I had a, I had a uh, similar situation with my scheduling my dentist one because I went in for the checkup. They listed for the state for doing a root canal and everything mm-hmm. like that. I had to reschedule it because it wouldn't work with a time frame. Um, so I tried rescheduling three separate times. Each time, the person on the phone was a complete cunt and mm. didn't want to work with me giving a specific date. Like, what date do you want? Like, can you have this for you? Like, mm. it was like over the phone. Like, okay, I'm not going to bother with you guys anymore then. That's the third, that's the third time. Like, so, so I canceled everything on the third day. It's like, are you sure you, you need to get it done? Like, no, nah, I'm good. I don't want to deal with you guys anymore. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Damn, Pele. They did not like you. There's Apparently not, because I just went in to get a checkup and tried rescheduling. Apparently, they did not like me enough. Uh, to to work with me to get a, a regular date, they wouldn't tell me the time they were open or operating. Like, what the fuck? I guess they just didn't want your service. Apparently not. So, Whatever yeah, I have to reschedule a different place now. That. So, that's fair. Sadness. That sucks though. What is it with dentistry, man? Let me get the shipping of them. They really do. I don't know why, but. Sh- Shout out to now to the ten dentists. About to get the ass whooped. No one good doctor. There's only one one good dentist. They gotta catch the ones. None of the ten doctors recommend. They're about to get the ass whooped. On God, on God. Yep. That one dentist, you good. Uh, I'm so mad. It's I'm because I, I cause like the, the the third time I called the place, I was like calling like, hey, they fucked with me last time. Do you do all surgeries? <clears throat> yes, no problem. Okay, I'm coming in. Okay, I need this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, cool. Um, the the <clears throat> doctor's not in today. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Why am I here? Why would you not just tell me that? Why would you not just say he's not here? Why would you not just say that on the phone? He's like, yes, you do. He's like, hey, I need that one today. Is that cool? Yeah. They're like, yeah. Just come in. Make sure you bring your medical room. Coming in. Angram. Angram. Oh. Poor Devon. I, you know, cool, there's, there's, there's there's more to mine. Um, this this I, I think it was the second dentist I went to. I I got, had to get an Uber there. When I got there, big sign, big dentist sign. Like, okay, this is the place. Was not the place. Going down the street, they said, oh, this probably the place down the block. Like, I was just there. 
because the second place isn't at the place too. I'm like, this is weird. Has to be one of these two. I walk back and forth and I realize it's the one across the street, the third one. Bruh. On this, all on the same block. Why is it two um, dentists on the same block? Three. Why is that not? How is that not confusing? <laughs> three dentists. <laughs> and the address dropped me off in front of them. The one place with the big sign. The exact address dropped me off there. I'm so mad. Cause it's confusing. There's like yeah. three of them on the same street. Of course yeah. it's confusing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everybody's like, which one are you going to? It's like, I'm supposed to be at this one. I think. Maybe. <laughs> Possibly. Fuck. Potentially? Fuck, fuck in New York. Huh? Life. Um, I don't think it's New York's fault. I think it's just the dentist. Yep. You'd think if you see the dent- another dentist office across the street, you'd be like, mm. eh, maybe somewhere else might be good. Maybe we'll just <laughs> go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but for all three of them to be in the same spot, it's like not a single one was like, refused viable. to move. Was, No, no, like, all of them were unviable. Like, because they all became... Annoying as shit to just deal with. That's true. Said, fuck it. But uh, what else have you guys been doing besides dentistry work that has been <laughs> failing? <laughs> what else have you guys been up to? Still watching Peacock. Okay, what you watching on Peacock? I don't know why you still watching Peacock. What you watching on Peacock? A body, a fucking new Amsterdam is a good, amazing show, a good doctor show, but the app is fucking with me. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like number nine. I, I told Daquan, I'm gonna watch you understand why you pack. I'm like, and like I, and she started watching it. It said no. I'm like, wait, what? This play? I so I let it play and I dropped the controller. It's a fucking <laughs> sensitive PS5 controller. So like it paused the show. I'm like, oh no. And so I couldn't, and I, I couldn't play it again. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, Devon, do you like the new Bel Air show on there? I never got to it yet. <laughs> Maybe, but so I, I said I'm gonna go on TikTok and like uh, and chill on my phone. I like I was like I was, I was letting it play for like a couple minutes, and then I bumped into it again. I am trash. I can I am trash with that, and the, the control is really sensitive. But damn, I fucked up the show again. I said I give up. I'm not <laughs> watching this anymore with the fucking TV. <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough. <laughs> no more. <laughs> No more. <laughs> <laughs> I just gave up. But life. Uh, what else is there? You can uh, go back to Amsterdam eventually, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some person. Um, well, you, you can also watch American Got America's Got Talent Extreme Edition. What? No. Fuck out of here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else I've been doing? Well, we've been playing Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. I, I yep. beat. I technically have beaten it. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It's the final boss, not that hard. Really, oh. not that hard. As long as I expected like him to be like the most craziest thing ever, but he's just big. Mm-hmm. No, we're mm-hmm. getting more uh, monsters on the road. Yeah, for now. For now, but it's gonna be fun. His gear is fire. <laughs> I don't got it yet. What is um, his gear? This is this green dragon shit. That's really specific. <laughs> I know. I don't know how to describe it. It's it's, it's Gormagala or some. Gormagala. He's a he's a he was a flat. He was a flagship final monster in uh, pre, in Monster Hunter Three. I want to say. Mm. That's true. All uh, right. 
So Monster cool. Hunter's looking kind of nice. Uh, yeah, we did get to play Sunbreak within that amount of time. Sunbreak is awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't think we really got the chance to talk about that, though. No, I'm, I'm, Sunbreak is sick. And I already beat them. It's kind of whatever. I don't have all the gear I want yet, but it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I recommend everybody to play it. I wish Aaron would play more, but he's like, rock and stone, rock and stone. <laughs> <laughs> but We've said it before, and we'll say it again. Aaron gets stuck on games. <laughs> yes. He just gets stuck mm-hmm. on a game, and it's like, yeah, this is what I want to play. It's like, cool, mm-hmm. but like, we have other games. <laughs> We own other things. <laughs> but I get you, it happens. It happens. It is. It's a great game. Uh, we gotta play that more. We gotta find oh, we time. Will. I, I will. For sure. I want to play more. Oh, oh Daquan went back to college. Okay. So I'm more Fortnite. So now you have more time. Yeah, more mm-hmm. time. Chilling with the friends. Just every time I get home, I'm like, oh, not myself. I guess I chill with the homies. <laughs> <laughs> Life is fun. In the summer of 2022, what can go wrong? Alright, what else is the plan? Let's just mess uh, around with it. What else have I messing around with instead of that and that? Chilling my brother, getting my brother, helping him get ready for camp. Because he's going to be like in, in the woods. <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> he's going to be in the woods upstate. And he's going to be, he has to leave his phone away for like two weeks. It's going to be fun. He's going to learn about camping. I'm so proud of him. How's it going, proud of him, bro? Yeah. Oh, Kevin. <laughs> That's so interesting. <laughs> that is uh, uh, me personally, my dad is hooking me up with like this um, custodian job that pays nineteen per hour. Nice. Oh. Yeah. So, and he said it might be a drug test, but I said I'll be fine. He did not trust it for other things because New York they out, they said that you don't trust for weed, so I'll be fine. I guess so. Yeah. I don't do fucking Molly. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I hope they don't fuck. They don't fuck the crack that's in my system. But other than that, I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, the fentanyl. I just, I just, I just, I do many different other things. Other than that, I'll be fine. Ah, uh, yeah. My dad don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Before this lore gets any further, <laughs> this fake lore. Yeah. <laughs> what else have you been messing around with? What's the other thing? Um, it's nothing really that much because I've been like chilling, living life. Uh, that job thing is probably going to go well. We'll see with that. Keep in mind, it's been weeks since we've actually properly talked. Um, I know, I've been only been watching New Amsterdam because it's only free time. Like, yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was watching this. I forgot the name. Let me just look at the name of the show. There's this futuristic show on Netflix. I mean, they come on watching. It's, it's like, it's like, what do you think is going to happen in the future? What's it called? The Future Of. That's the name of it. Oh, okay. That sounds interesting. And it, interesting, does, it does the future of dogs, dating, many things, gaming. It's pretty cool how they do it. It's I recommend watching that show because their guesses are not really guesses because it's stuff that's happening now that's going <laughs> to be in the future <laughs> that they're working with for the future. Uh, future of oh, Cheeseburger. Cool. Future of Cheeseburger. Is there going to be like, you can just... Uh, like have a machine that can grow, grow them for you. That sounds cool. Yeah. That would end world hunger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like legitimately. But like, that would be like a lot of money for that machine. <laughs> yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. But it, I mean, like all you need is one in a certain area, and as long as you can operate it, like mm-hmm. people are gonna be good. Look at that. Uh, they, they did an episode on dogs. They said that we're gonna be able to talk to dogs and see what they're saying. 
That one's I'm pretty sure. Not research, but interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, I fucks with it. I mean, and this, with the dog talk about. <laughs> you got to see Susie stuck in the well. Huh? <laughs> is Susie stuck in the well? Yes, nigga. <laughs> Susie is stuck <laughs> in the well. Help her. <laughs> Little Timmy's up down in the fucking well. Nah. Little Timmy's down there too. Yes. <laughs> Go. <laughs> I don't know or, how we went. You should have left when bitch. I said Susie. I need to go. Yeah, I need to go outside. <laughs> They're just constantly screaming for some reason. They're never yeah. calm. <laughs> Your dogs just, whenever they're barking, they're just screaming at you. Full oh. force. Did we talk about the season finale of The Boys yet on here? No, because it's been weeks. Like I said. Yeah, that's crazy. The Boys, bussin'. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> says it's like too gory, whatever. Be stronger. <laughs> Good <Be strong>. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. <laughs> if, if you're, I feel like we've already talked about the boys. If you're not yeah. a fan of gore, obviously the show is not for you. Yeah. And adult themes, it's not for you. It's not for children. Don't let anybody lie to you. <laughs> yeah. If you're a child, don't watch it. If you're 18, you shouldn't be watching the boys. If you're 18 and you don't want to watch it because it's too much blood, that's crazy. You're missing out, Loki. <laughs> but I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Looky, I get it, but God, it's now. Yeah, it, it was popping yeah, this, off. The storyline is pretty interesting. If you like superheroes, okay. If you don't like superheroes, and you don't like gore, don't watch it. Yeah, it's but not if for you. <laughs> if you like superheroes, <laughs> it's a crazy description or a, a way to look at superheroes in a totally different way. And they do a very good story, compelling story. Fuck it. very well. This new season has been pretty fire. Uh-huh. They were doing some wild stuff with uh, Soldier Boy and a couple other characters. It's like, they make some turns I wasn't expecting, to say the least, especially towards the, the season finale. Uh-huh. That I was like, really? This is where we're going with this. Oh, intriguing. <laughs> Very intriguing. Very um, intriguing. Homelander is still the biggest piece of shit. Uh... <laughs> Black Noir got some play. I wasn't prepared for the type of play he got. <laughs> I, I did not know what he'd been doing. Black Noir is that guy. And just dipped. <laughs> just <Instantly>. left. <laughs> he was like, I'm on. Instantly. Goodbye. <laughs> Good job. I recommend. <laughs> Highly recommend. You know, new, new season for the boys. We'll probably... I don't think we got We'll get a new season. season. We're also getting another spinoff. Um, kind of like a Superhero Academy-like thing called Gen 5, from what I've heard. Gen, Gen V, sorry. Oh, yeah. We also, like, for sure watched... Um... Dude, speaking of another superhero thing, Umbrella Academy. Mm-hmm. Umbrella Academy <laughs> Season 4 came out. Jesus, that, that, or wow. was that Season 3? No, Season 3. Season 3 came out. It was good. Yep. <clears throat> Brother Academy hit some some notes that I was not expecting. That I was like, "Damn, this shit good." <laughs> that is another show that uh, you should by all means go check out. Cause uh, Devon, you finished it pretty early, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Like, you finished like day one it came out. I was like, I need to watch this. Yeah, I finished it within a matter of, like mm-hmm. within that time. Cool. 
We have to talk about a lot of shows. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta catch up on a lot of shows. Damn, the boy season. This four. this last season was season four, right? I know yeah, four. season three. No, no yeah. for the Umbrella Academy, is season three. For the boys, is it season four or season three? Season three. Also, they're both yeah. in season three. Both in season three. It's crazy how both the superhero shows are on the exact same season right now. They both came out and are fire. <laughs> Life is good. I can agree. Anything else, Dave? On? Uh, what else I to say? Hmm. There's nothing else I really. What else did I do during the week? I do drugs. I. What else have I watched? No. If I remember, if I remember, I'll say it later. But that's pretty much been it. I got one. What? Stranger oh. Things. Oh, Stranger Things, and I just remembered the other thing I wanted to talk about. Mm. Um, uh, Young Justice. Oh yeah, we are still watching Young <laughs> Justice. But Stranger there's Things. No, look, there's not much to talk about with Young Justice because we're slowly making our way through that new season. But slowly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Stranger Things is the wow. Wow, oh, they, I I'm really proud. They did a good job this season. That season finale was crazy. <laughs> but they, they fucking Twitter is always like so mean to fucking characters. They're so mean to Will and his haircut. Out <laughs> 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 of everything that happened in that entire show, people really got on Twitter and was like, yo, the real villain is Will's barber. I'm like, why are we doing this? <laughs> I'm like, why are we doing this? People on Twitter be wild on I just, I, I don't know, man. I just looked at it and was like, his haircut is like a thing of the time. So it made sense. But so many people was like, nah, this nigga got ass haircut. Like, someone do something. And I was That's like, they're kind of not wrong, but it's fine. <laughs> Both cuts are bad, bro. Both cuts are bad. It was a time, but I don't know why it was a thing at the time. I don't know who who had a bowl cut that made it cool. Because I don't think there's been anyone that can make a bowl cut look cool. I think somebody in the Beatles had it or something. Probably. Uh, you Rico, probably look like, a, probably look like yeah. a nerd to me, too. Either yeah. way. <laughs> and that's saying something, because I am a nerd. But uh, that, <laughs> that shit looks bad. <laughs> bowl cuts never work, bro. They just don't. Hey, sometimes they work. I mean, maybe, I guess, but I don't agree. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> I don't. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, but that season finale, they did a great job with that. Also, it really was two hours. Stranger Things. Yeah, it really was two hours. Oh, it ended on such a rough note for certain characters, bro. I was not prepared. <laughs> More favorite one Scott got freaking... Destroyed is the best thing I could say, and I was like, "Oh, when shows get me sad." I was like, "Bro, I was having a good day, and I sit down and watch the show. Now I'm like about to cry. Like, bro, wow, allow me, bro. (laughs) I I was chilling today. I didn't even get an emotional connection to a fucking video. God damn. (laughs) (laughs) You gave a shit about the people there, man. That's you. I got it. Let the person be. I really hey, enjoy the idea of exploring the Upside Down more, though. That was really cool. Like, because it's barely shown throughout the mm-hmm. entire series. So, like, the fact that it's like, nah, we're just gonna, like, just, just go in in there. Take a little peek. Look we around run, a bit, see what's up. We, we run this <laughs> shit. Low-key, we run this shit. <laughs> and then get reminded, nah, we don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> 
because we are basic <laughs> humans, and no. No, you do not run the shit in here. It's it's pretty self-sufficient. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Vecna's a really cool villain, though. Really cool villain. And I don't, I don't know what was happening over there in freaking Russia, but we're not going to get into that because mentioning that plot line anymore is technically spoilers for the series, but... Yeah. <laughs> mm. Mm, but besides that, what else? What else we got? What else have we been doing the last couple of weeks? Just living life. What about you, Billy? Uh, mainly just mainly working, playing Monster Hunter as well. Uh, I'm playing um, Monster Hunter. When, uh, Sunbreak has well, been the move. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deep Rock Galactic a bunch of times with um, their friends in the group, and when uh, mm-hmm. no one wants, when everyone's either too busy or playing their own thing, I've been playing Grim Dark, uh, <clears throat> okay. an indie di- dungeon crawler uh, style game. Like, oh, it's pretty fun. It's pretty dope. Running a Inquisitor build with dual pistols at the moment. <laughs> so that's fair. That's fair. Full ARPG style games. Like, I like this stuff, so I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's really, well, as grim, ironically enough, uh, and dark as Diablo is, uh, this one kicks it up a notch a little bit more. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, more horror involved, very miserable atmosphere and everything like that. It's a lot more grimmer. But like, yay, yeah, it's, it's depressing. <laughs> a little depressing, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I'm enjoying, but I'm enjoying the game quite a bit for it. I go back to it every now and again when either I don't want to, pl- I've done enough in Sunbreak or just want to play something different. I get that. Um, that's quite a few things. What else? If anything, Pele, besides that, if that's it. Uh, mm-hmm. pretty much that's. Uh, oh yeah, right. I bought uh, I bought a VR headset. Hey, okay. Have you? Yeah, bought a. I have not played it yet. I just finished downloading Resident Evil uh, 4 VR. I'm going to play it after this podcast. Okay, but so we got to get a proper review on that one when we yep. get back, for sure. Next next Saturday. Next, next week. Yeah, next week we'll get it. Um, All right. Well, as far as I was going, uh, I finished up Spriggan. Spriggan was sick. I really enjoyed the, the new Netflix version of it, um, not the old 90s version, though I do have to go back and check that out. Uh, I just really liked how the 3D one looked. I was really excited for a long time to just watch it for some reason. And it did not disappoint. Though I will say, uh, it is shorter than expected and does not cover the entire story of Spriggan at all. Um, the chapters and stuff that it does cover is is done very well. Is the best thing I can say about it. Um, I feel like it ends kind of abruptly. I'm not even going to lie. Especially for this, like first season i feel like it does have kind of an abrupt like all right we're done here but we're not done clearly we'll uh we'll get <laughs> we'll back for next season later. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're clearly not done and i'm like all right okay um i guess we'll wait on that next season <laughs> that's how to get um, you with shows but for those that don't know it is a um a military super powered military style uh anime pretty much uh, with the main theming being, like, your main character has a uh, muscle-enhancing, like, bulletproof suit. Allows them to fight off, like, a uh, bunch of mercenaries and things like that. All the while, uh, we have a, I guess, supernatural twist with it. With the idea of them 
constantly defending or trying to stop an object of power, so to speak, from getting into the wrong hands. It can be anything from Noah's Ark <laughs> to um, uh, one of the missing castles or, I guess, pyramids of El Dorado or something like that. Like, it's it's a lot. <laughs> but every episode is done in, like, a case kind of file kind of situation. Oh, where I love it's like, shows. Yeah. Where it's like, we're dealing with this episode, we're dealing with... Um, this ancient sword that can, like, pierce anything. Another episode, we're dealing with the fact that, like, hey, we just went to go check out this base, and apparently there's, like, this fight going on here, and they might have found uh, the key to Atlantis Wait, or something what's crazy. What's the show called again, Amon? Spriggan. Spriggan. Yep. Yeah. It's kind of sick. You should check it out, for sure. Um, there's technically two versions of it. Uh, it's on Netflix if you wanted oh. to watch the uh, new Six one. episodes? Mm-hmm. Bet. Uh, another thing for me, Shit. checked out a movie on Netflix, an uh, anime movie known as uh, Bubble. This was a beautiful movie, by the way. Genuinely beautiful. Uh, whole story is, um, one day, bubbles just start raining from the sky. And everybody's like, damn, that's crazy. Why are there bubbles raining from the sky? <laughs> um, phenomenon that happens all over the world, then for some reason gets concentrated only in Japan and then just floods Japan. <laughs> Full of bubbles. Um, Tokyo to be specific, I guess. Um, so now Tokyo is just a dead zone, so to speak, where homeless people, well, not homeless, orphans, <laughs> and uh, scientists pretty much reside in this area to either study why the fuck bubbles just fell from the sky and created weird gravity distortions and parkour <laughs> those are the two reasons <laughs> and because you are in a flooded abandoned city with weird gravity distortions yeah parkour is kind of cool here <laughs> <laughs> so everyone participates the scientists obviously enjoy watching and enjoying like everything about this but uh, the orphans pretty much participate in what is not exactly a blood sport, but low-key gets kind of close in these, uh, these parkour races across the city, uh, with various pathways and things of that nature. And it's just cool. If you want to see some really dope animation with, like, really fluid movement, if you just like the idea of, like, a parkour anime on this kind of setting, like, it's super interesting. To watch it's not gonna take much of your time and it's extremely inspired by the little mermaid it wears that inspiration on its sleeve <laughs> so without spoiling anything about it because i didn't know about certain parts when going into it i would highly recommend it it's a great movie you guys should go watch it at any time especially if you want to see cool crazy excuses to have dope parkour animations to seemingly impossible environments <laughs> It's really cool stuff, though. It sounds amazing. I, added, on I added to my list of them. <laughs> you looked at them and was like, yeah, it's on. <laughs> We're done here. <laughs> I also checked out Bastard, that anime that we talked about last time being a thing. That shit is... <sighs> I don't know how to describe this. It is... It reminds me of 90s anime trash. And it's great. 
because of it. Like, it's good trash. <laughs> the, good, the good trash. It is literally 90s anime junk food is oh the best God. way to describe it. <laughs> I, I looked it up. I, I accidentally clicked play. I don't understand why I started episode two. So <laughs> Did you already watch an episode? <laughs> no, I had to watch episode one. It's so weird. Did Daquan watch an episode? No. Episode one has happened once. Oh, it has been. Damn. Daquan did watch episode one. That's crazy. <laughs> but um, it's it's literally some 90s anime junk food. It's being animated, obviously, now. But the entire theming and all, everything about it is very like, yeah, yeah, this is stupid. <laughs> This is just dumb, but it's cool. But for some reason, it's cool. It's heavy metal. It's literally in the title. It's called Bastard Heavy Metal Fantasy. Right? If I'm not mistaken. And I'm like, wow. This is uh, this is fun. This is stupid fun. And uh, I think it's it's probably not for everybody if you wanted a more like serious story. But if you just want to like goof around and be like, man, I got nothing to watch. I'll watch some bastard. Like, yeah, that's that's the kind of show it is. It's like, screw it. I got nothing to do. <laughs> I I recommend it solely on the idea that it's like, no, nah, this is this is dumb, but like, I enjoy the dumbness. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's it's junk food. <laughs> it's the best way to describe it. Anime junk food. Anime junk food. Does that really ca- does that also include like a, a stupid amount of filler? No, no. It's surprisingly to the point with its own story. Okay. But it's just, like I said, it's 90s. Very 90s inspired. 90s didn't have, like, a crap ton of filler. They just kind of did their thing because they had limited time and budget. <laughs> They're like, we're, we got a story to tell, and we're going to tell it, damn it. <laughs> we don't care what we have to do. It's going to be done. Even if it's not part of the actual manga, we'll do our own thing. We'll get there. <laughs> One way or another. But a uh, basic idea, I guess I should probably give a better gist of it, is um, we got this little boy named Lucian, and uh, this, not, uh, this like teenage, probably like 20s, early 20s girl, uh, don't remember her name at the current moment, but um, basically their castle's being attacked by a bunch of crazy monsters being led by a dark wizard, he's like, yeah, I'm the shit. We run it here. This is how we do it. And everybody's pretty much freaking out, being like, damn, that's crazy. We can't stop the wizard. He's got, like, magic and shit. And then he's got monsters on top of that. And we're just normal humans. Kind of getting clobbered a little bit. It's kind of wild. It's, it's, it's like we need, like, something. We need, we need like, a, like, a, like, a MacGuffin or, like, a Deus Ex Machina or something. I don't know. But we're not getting out of this. And then uh, our main girl with the red hair uh, is like, oh, crap. Well, I mean, I mean, my dad did, like, seal something away and told me, like, not to not to unleash it unless we really needed it. And he's like, well, I mean, if I, if I do the spell and I give this little boy here, Lucian, a kiss, uh, I mean, apparently he turns into a dark wizard. So he's like the reincarnation or something. It's crazy. Uh, so I'll just do that because it looks like we're going to die. <laughs> I'll do that. I'm not a fan, because I gotta kiss him. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> so she does that. Homeboy transforms into uh, an ancient dark wizard that was like, oh, yo, I was the shit back in the day, and I'm low-key still the shit, but, you know, people don't believe on the shit, because it's been so long. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, so he's just trapped inside this little boy, and it's like, no, 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 we're like the same nigga. 
That's what you don't understand. Like, we are literally two niggas. <laughs> but we're the same. We are day. <laughs> we are day. <laughs> we are get up, bro. That's correct. He's, he's like, he's, for real. He's like, get that straight. <laughs> he's like, um, and the whole deal is that this innocent child, Lucian, who is, uh, definitely a person that's like a little too naive as a human being like literally you'd see him and be like no you would you would just not survive or exist in real life like you couldn't can't be this dumb <laughs> and uh his alter ego who uh is also called lucian though i think technically he's named uh dark something ah it's, it's blanking on me a little bit um but either way, his other half is a full-grown man, full-grown buff, white-haired, Sephiroth-looking guy who could do crazy spells and whatnot because, you know, he was an ancient evil wizard. But he's technically, you know, trapped in the body of a, the nicest child ever. But because they share the same mind and body, Loki, uh... Whoever, whoever Lucian is, like, really attached to or enjoys... He is too. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I want to do evil deeds and like fuck shit up. But also, I gotta kind of protect her because she like took care of me and shit. And he's like, damn, that's wild. Like literally we're watching a dark wizard that could destroy everybody in the room get bullied by like a 20 year old. That's just like, hey, yo, I, I didn't raise you like this. I'll, I'll smack you upside the head. And he's towers over her and you're watching him curl up and be like, wait, no, don't. Don't hit me, please. It's, it's, it's like, cool. It's like, it's like some Billy and Mandy shit on God on God. <laughs> He's like, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 Billy and Mandy was an anime. That's pretty much what it would be. <laughs> they want him in a bet. <laughs> um, but it's, it's kind of cool because the idea is just like, it's kind of like the monster of the week kind of thing going on. But every time, the the enemies are technically his old army and pals and stuff like that. So, like, a bunch of them grew up and became, like, proper generals of their own villainous schemes and things like that. And then they run in and they're like, oh, shit, it's you. <laughs> like, like, you're here? And he's like, why are you helping them? And it's like, I mean, I have my reasons, I guess. <laughs> He's like, reasons like how? Because, like, the last time I saw you, before you, like, got sealed away, you was, like, definitely about that world domination life. And now you're, like, just here, protecting this one place. I was like, what happened to world domination? He's like, I, I, I'm, like, kind of about it. I'm still about it. I'm just not, not leaving. <laughs> I mean, time soon, it seems. <laughs> but it's funny. It's genuinely, like, does some funny stuff with it. Um, it's it's interesting if you liked that style of just, like I said, it's anime junk food. It has yeah. tons of stupid fan service at all. Like, like, like fucking Leon, like, walk up like, what, huh? huh? He's like, huh? Wait, wait. <laughs> it, but it's, it's, fan, it's, equal, it's equal opportunity uh, fan service. Because, like, our main dude, when he's, like, a, uh, he's, he's all, like, uh, super evil wizard out he just for some reason just forgets to put clothes on half the time and so he's just he's just naked half the time so if you know 
swinging his shit. What the fuck? Is this guy fucking gray from uh, Fairy Tale? From Fairy Tale? No, he just. When he, when he gets summoned, he just doesn't have clothes. And then he spends like a decent amount of that time not clothes. And then he's like, well, I guess I'll throw on a robe, I guess. That he could summon, by the way. He could just summon it the whole time. It's just a power move to just be swinging like this just because. Mm. <laughs> if, if he got it, he could show it, bro. Oh, God. <laughs> it's just a power move. He has no. Re- he could, if he wanted to, he could show up and summon it immediately. But he just chills for a bit. Like, well, it was just swinging. Hey, shit. I respect it. <laughs> It's nice and breezy out here. I like this. Sir, <laughs> <laughs> get to stretch my legs and everything, and everybody's like, "All right, I'm naked." <laughs> Do your thing. But it's the same. It, it's vice versa because you got a bunch of half-clothed women for some reason. Like, there's a there's a one of the weirdest things I've ever seen is that there's like a queen, like a princess, right, who's like in the skimpiest outfit possible. And I'm just confused because I'm like, you're, you're a princess. You don't even have to be in the skimpiest elf. Like you literally don't. Ha- you have money to get more than just this lint, this cloth that you are wearing. It is one cloth. Maybe maybe that's comfortable <laughs> for I think you got a scarf and just wrapped it around the important bits. <laughs> Some girls like to show it. I mean, I guess, but she's also a virgin. Hey, hey, that doesn't mean anything. What? That's that's also according to, according to its own rules. According to its own rules, like she hasn't uh, kissed anyone. Uh, right. A wannabe hoe is <laughs> <laughs> hasn't kissed anyone, and um, is it's important. Like a uh, a princess's kiss is important because it signifies marriage. So technically speaking. Damn, right. one kiss yeah. equal married? That's what I'm saying. Technically speaking, she should be the most modest person on the planet. And she has, like, the skimpiest outfit. I'm like, I'm confused by this. I don't understand. Hey, she's trying to get married on God. It's <laughs> like, I want to kiss somebody. Come on. I was losing it, though. Because there's different parts of it where I'm like, oh, yeah, this is dumb. Interesting. <laughs> this is this is great, but it's stupid. There you gotta love it. You gotta love the junk food. Bastard is fun. Go go check out Bastard. Bastard. On Netflix. Um, yeah, Bastard on Netflix. Bastard. Uh, so, next up, we got our news. Because it's time to get into that. What's and this up? one's probably going to be a shorter podcast because I almost forgot to mention we have an interview at the end of this one. Yay. Uh, what? Yeah. I did an interview with the creator of... Um, uh, Gods of Gears or God of Gears. Yeah, yeah how the hell I go? I even know. It went well, it went well. Which is why it's gonna be at the end of this one. Wow, you nice know it's crazy. I have to actually have to go watch it to hear it. He's <laughs> 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 like, let's go. I want to hear the interview. That's kind of shit. <laughs> but it's uh, but we'll get into the news first. It'll be at the end. Don't worry, guys. You get to check it out. Don't worry. But first up on our little, our dear docket uh, we have here. Bless you. Bless you. Sorry. Sometimes I sneeze. Sometimes he just exploded. <laughs> My heart stopped for a second. That's crazy to think about, right? Mm-hmm. Remember that. For those that didn't know, <laughs> if you sneeze, your heart stops. Yep. And second. if you ever, if, and sometimes if you ever sneeze and you feel like your body suddenly aches, that's because every single muscle in your body kind of violently contracts. Oh, good once. thing my heart's yep. still going. 
did it. <laughs> just think about that. There was a possible chance that you just died just then. <laughs> Poggers. <laughs> Mid podcast, you get famous for that. <laughs> Died in podcast. It'd be that'd be a bad famous. I wouldn't be a fan. Hey, but I'm alive. I'm still here. I'm still kicking. Let's get into the news. That would be on the news. Famous, yeah. uh, like for was some. it anything for anything for views? Yeah. I would be sad. I I don't even know if I would want to air that. It's like I'll like, be this dead. Is, this is a permanent reminder that my friend just died on air. That's fucked. <laughs> Have to edit that? Like, no, I probably couldn't even edit it without being sad. Like, that's... <laughs> um, but what we do have is we have... Uh, anybody remember Kingdom? Netflix's Kingdom? Well, they have a game coming out. Uh, it's called Netflix's Kingdom of the Blood. And it looks good. Netflix. It's looking intriguing for sure, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It uh, seems very similar to like a uh, gameplay structure that of Ghost of Tsushima, where it goes from individual fights of uh, enemies that by by doing sword uh, certain sword attacks to go past the defenses and then striking them down. And if anyone who's watched Kingdom knows, there's well, should I say it? It's probably I mean, like it, it's zombies. That's the whole deal. Yeah, with King- it's zombies. So zombies. The zombies <laughs> and essentially feudal chi- feudal China or feudal Japan. I think it's feudal China, actually. Yeah. Like, I think it is Fuel China, which is honestly a really not seen setting. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, it's typically not, we see zombies in modern day. We don't typically see zombies in different, like... Yeah, they usually um, don't do it in past. Like, at most, we might see some zombies in, like, the medieval time, but it's not like a zombie apocalypse. We see it's zombies, like, oh, yeah, present day, answer. far future, but never, like, like ancient past, typically. So it'll be, it's an interesting take for it. I, I'm intrigued by the gameplay. I like to see more of what they do with it. See if it's uh, going to be focused on uh, multiplayer functionality or if there's just me a single player experience throughout the entire story, which is also I'm, I'm down for. I was just curious because it's a Netflix series and Netflix game, and well, I wasn't sure if we had to go through Netflix to play this or not. What? That's just generally confusing. <laughs> it's a little odd for sure. That's why I'm not. I'm a little curious about it. But I, I fuck with it though. That's crazy. <laughs> but Netflix? I feel you. I really do. But it, look, it does look good. I'm looking forward to it. Everyone's looking forward to it. Devon like thinks it. it looks cool. Yeah. Uh, Devon, you should probably also watch Kingdom. Kingdom's cool. Mm. Um. I, it, I don't know what to say. It's just, it's sick looking. Go look at the trailer, guys. Be in the description. Uh, next up, we got the Multiverses open beta, which, game looks great. Uh, apparently, the open access, early access beta is coming out July 19th, so it's not far at all, actually. It's, it's really close. It's unbelievably close, actually. It's Damn. really that close. That, but that game was apparently pretty sick. And actually, no, it says the, it's really weird. It says, uh, open beta July 26th. And then later on it says, I'm assuming it's going free to play. And then it says open beta early access. Okay. So the you early know, my, access my main is shaggy. 19th. I'm sorry. What? Oh, you're trying to be a shaggy main? I feel yeah. Like, but when's the, like, when's the open access that ended? So early access open beta is July 19th. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. just in general, the open beta, like, is July 26th. Okay, that week? 
Too much. <clears throat> it sounds like a plan, though. I'm trying to play it. Mm -hmm. Especially since we got the freaking Iron Giant in here. We have uh, a lot of characters I like. We got mm. freaking Batman. Got Shaggy. I imagine I still main Batman. I know, right? Somehow. We got Harley <laughs> Quinn. It's just oh my game. god. He mains Harley Quinn again. <laughs> I cry. Yeah, I'm <laughs> Um But you also got like Finn and Jake and all the other ones. You got Superman. You got Iron Giant, like I said. Mm -hmm. Sick. Tom and Jerry. Down. Tom and Jerry apparently is like legitimately up for like an award for best animated thing ever. <laughs> huh. All their and every single one of their animations is like an unintentional thing. Like, they, when you play Tom and Jerry on that game, you're watching an episode of Tom and Jerry, it's just everything huh. else is in the background. Like, the fight is the background. <laughs> <laughs> they are fighting each other and just happening, happening to hit people while oh. doing so. I was ready in two days. We gotta get ready. July 19th. We will be... What is this game even called again? I almost said Toon Towns. <laughs> Multiverse. <laughs> Multiverses. Almost said Multiverses, Toontown. man. That's a very different thing. Toon Town is a very different thing. I know. I don't even know if Toon Town still exists. <laughs> they do not. I don't know. <laughs> you should not be named. Definitely mentions it at some point. Yeah. Uh, yo, so, next up. Celebrating its first year anniversary, which is kind of crazy that this has only been out for like a year. Uh, Pokemon Unite is celebrating its first, uh, it's, uh, it's a big celebration thing for it. Get like a little login bonus. Get six new Pokemon that are coming out. That's nice. Just get get battle Pass. There's a boss rush mode. I don't even know how a boss rush mode works. Oh, Reggie Gigas is one of the bosses. Jesus. Yes. Yes. That <laughs> was <laughs> just like not Reggie Gigas. <laughs> not Reggie Gigas. Anything but him. <laughs> What's wrong, Davon? You you scared of Reggie Gigas? No. Well, I thought he's one of your favorites. He's one of my favorites. He's just he's like the Finney Stones or some shit. <laughs> he's gonna the Infinity Stones or some shit. <laughs> I mean he'd be blinking. He'd be like a robot. Mm -hmm. Be doing a lot of beep boop bops. Be bopping. He do be bopping. Reggie Gigas be bopping. Brand new whip just hopping. But, hey yo, quick question. Has anyone wanted to just be an action figure? Yeah, all the time. I'm pretty sure like a lot of us kids who grew up with action figures always want to be it. Of course. Because, uh,. Hasbro is apparently willing to put your face on a Power Ranger or Black Panther or a Spider-Man action figure. I know which one you're going for, Armani. Yeah, the Black Panther one. Haha. -ha. Oh, could be a Pink Ranger. Though a Power Ranger would actually be kind of cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. Davon, come on. You got <laughs> to get this now. You got to be a Pink Ranger, bro. This is this is your chance. <laughs> this is the time. <laughs> I wonder if I wonder how they will do if I ask them to put me as a Hulk. Well, yeah, they seem I'll to only be right, offering I'll, the. I'll actually, actually do this right now. How much? Where's it at? Sixty dollars. Sixty dollars. So yeah. I'm actually yeah. had, like I'm really tempted to myself. Honestly, I'm like, yo, let me get a block. <laughs> yeah, it's not as expensive as I, th I was. I thought it'd be. It's still pretty. It's like still reasonably decently oh, expensive of an action figure, but more. it's custom made because it's your face. It could be Iron Man. Mm -hmm. Oh no. 
Oh, Can like, I be Ghost Rider? Like, Iron Man suit would be kind of cool. What's the point of putting your face on Ghost Rider? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Scarlet? I'm glad. Oh, you, you could want... be Snake Eyes. Oh, that's actually kind of sick. There's Snake Eyes two... is kind of clean. There's only two Rangers. Gooding was the pink one. Hey, man, do you want to be the Mandalorian? No. <laughs> what yes. about Black Widow? Sure. They want to be Black The pink Widow. ranger is there. So, Devon, if you want to be the pink ranger. It's yes, right sir. There. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like still, still, it's still the feminine body. It's just uh, Devon's head on it. <laughs> All right. So, in exact... Oh, you could be a stormtrooper. Well, okay, we should probably get this for Aaron. Look, he has a good... Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. In exact order, you could be a Mandalorian warrior, which is kind of sick. You could be a stormtrooper, an X-Wing pilot, a rebel princess, uh-huh. Black Panther... Black Widow. I don't know why they put those two back and forth. Uh, Spider-Man, Iron Man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Female Rookie, which is a Ghostbuster. Male Rookie, which is also a Ghostbuster. Snake Eyes. Again, I don't know who Scarlet is. And uh, Red Ranger and Pink Ranger. Wow, they they really, really cheaped out. They Mm -hmm. didn't even bother putting a Green Ranger. That's rude. uh, (laughs) Or the White Ranger. Or White Ranger. Or the Gold Ranger. Or a gold ranger. Or a black ranger. Or the black... They didn't put any of the other rangers. <laughs> <laughs> they got the one I chose. That's true. They do have the pink ranger. So you no yellow ranger? Shirt. Was there a yellow ranger? I wasn't sure if I heard that one. There was a yellow ranger. No, no. Like, it's on the listing of there. On that no, listing. it's just red and pink. <laughs> Racist! <laughs> just racist. I mean... <laughs> We don't have, we don't have black. Like, All I'm saying is we don't have black. Now. He, he didn't scream racist at any of the mouth, but no, with no yellow. <laughs> with the oh, yellow no. was racist. <laughs> Anger. Oh man. That's life. Sometimes people are racist. Just go. That might be the name of the podcast. No yellow ranger. Racist. <laughs> racist. All caps. All caps. Just all caps. Racist. All caps. Racist. <laughs> you don't have a yellow ranger. You're racist. No yellow ranger. Oh, uh, hey! If 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 this is the reason the yellow ranger suddenly becomes one of the options, and I've done my duty. <laughs> correct. Correct. I might have to really zoom in on this. I don't know who the fuck Scarlet is. Does anyone know who this character is? <laughs> oh, Scarlet from GI Joe. Okay, that's why it was bothering me. And while it is next to Sky, uh, Snake Eyes, that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna need to. I'm gonna need to. We need to cop this, honestly. We should cop this. Black Panther. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I want to go for more options. I'm down to Black Panther me. <clears throat> yeah, because I want to do... Um, I want to get one that I can be... Um, <laughs> Thou shalt have to uh, buy him a Spider-Man one. <laughs> you could. See, that's the problem. Look, I'm looking at the Spider-Man one, and the only reason why I wouldn't do Spider-Man is because it's only the Peter Parker variant. If yeah, they had the, the Miles Morales one, one yeah. I'd be like, low-key, maybe. <laughs> Um, Loki, the Snake Eyes one is also winning me over. But. Oh, wow. The Super Nigga Genius one. <laughs> the Snake Eyes is kind of. Si- well, I mean, I guess you could. He, he'd probably also like Iron Man. <laughs> 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 oh, man. That's gonna suck. Uh, yeah. Just imagining him with either of those two and being like, nah, that's a bad. I gave him the female rookie. <laughs> it's only Marvel, yes. right? No. 
it's Marvel it's also DC. Oh yeah, no, I mean, no, no. I mean, like the the comic ones. It's just Marvel, right? It's all Disney. Disney all Disney stuff. No, Probably. no, they don't own GI Joe. That, that's some. That's somebody else. Yeah, it's it's GI Joe, Ghostbusters. No, wait, they Star do. Wars, Star Wars. I thought Fox owned. Dude, Fox owns GI Joe, right? Uh, I'm not sure about the movie rights, but let wait, me Disney see. Disney bought out Fox. I thought so. GI Joe writes. Uh, GI Joe is definitely Hasbro, so it doesn't matter. It's a Hasbro yeah. thing anyway. It's but... a Hasbro thing. Yeah, no, I'm talking about the film rights, but that one I'm not too certain. Oh wow, there's they're making a fourth one. <laughs> <laughs> Did you even? Well, breaking news to making another GI Joe. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, that's called GI Joe Ever Vigilant, which I'm not sure is gonna be a real thing now because Snake Eyes was a disaster. They Wait. might still do it. There was oh yeah, three? they're doing also a crossover film between GI Joe and Transformers. There was a third GI Joe. I even know. Yeah, Snake Eyes. I mean, Snake Eyes. Yeah, Snake Eyes movie. Remember, we talked about that, the Snake Eyes. I, 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 Snake Eyes was shit. I, I, I count that as a. So there's a two? That's yeah, G.I. Joe uh, re- Retaliation. That was also shit. Alright, G.I. Joe. I respect it. Let's go. I have high hopes. I've only seen <laughs> G.I. Joe 1. Uh, G.I. Joe, I think, is owned <laughs> by Paramount. Yeah, it's owned by Paramount. I've that's why. <laughs> yeah, Paramount owns G.I. Joe. That's that's why it's the case. Okay. <coughs> I'll curious. watch it. It's probably on Peacock. <laughs> nah, it's on, um... It's on Hulu, I think. Amazon yeah, I think, it's on, I think it's on Amazon Prime, actually. One of the two. I mean, there's also Paramount Plus. Forgot about that. That's crap. true. That's Paramount what I'm saying. Plus, but nah, I think I have access to this one, and Paramount Plus is not something I have access to. No, but I do, unfortunately. <laughs> you do. You're my access to Paramount Plus. But do you really want to go see Snake Eyes again? I haven't seen it the first time. I might be willing to watch it the one time. Uh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll stream it for. I'll stream it for you guys if you ever do. But. But yeah, Oof. man, go get yourself an action figure if you want to be a Red Ranger or any of those. Technically, the the, the thing that's most appropriate is probably the Power Rangers because they change out like every season. So like, mm-hmm. I mean, the Ghostbusters too. If you just go for the rookie, oh yeah, the Ghostbusters pilot, like, Stormtroopers at work. Yeah, I take it back. There's definitely some ones that definitely just work in general because mm-hmm. like you could be a Mandalorian. Nothing's stopping you from being a Mandalorian. Nope. Granted, it's like the there's something it's funny. it's, it's uh, Din Djarin specific armor set. Yeah. But there's something funny about you being a Mandalorian, considering that, like, you know, they're not supposed to take off their helmets. Yep. <laughs> or at least a decent amount of them. I know it's a sub-faction, but, you know, you're not supposed to take it off, and then you, uh, you turn over and look, and it's like, oh, uh, the helmet's off. Stormtroopers are fine, right? Like, they can take their helmets off. That's whatever. Power Rangers can, too. Snake Eyes isn't supposed to, though. <laughs> no, Snake Eyes is supposed to keep it, not say a goddamn word, too. <laughs> Snake Eyes for sure is it, and you know Spider Man, not a good time taking off his mask. It's never worked out for him, though he does it all the time in those movies for some reason, mm-hmm. like as many times as he possibly can. Sometimes you got to see Tom Holland's face. It's okay, I understand. All right, so next up, uh, Pop Team Epic season two has been announced. Yo, uh, if you're a fan of this anime, uh, kudos to you. It's wild. <laughs> Congratulations. It is the closest, I want to say, to an Adult Swim show in anime form, where the jokes are so surreal and out there. I like, feel you, but I feel like it's probably the second, because Panty and Stalking exists. Yeah, no, it's also, Panty and Stalking is surreal, but there's actually a story. There is no story in Pop Team Epic. 
Good point. Good point. And you did say Adult Swim. You're not wrong. Yep. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Like, uh, anything Aqua Teen Hunger for, there's no, there's no, like, solid story that goes through the entire season. Um, and a bunch of other shows, like, um, Xavier Renegade, um, Xavier Renegade Angel was a really another weird one. And, um, oh yeah, Super Jail. Super Jail was, Super Jail was surreal as well. This is crazy to me that we're both, we're getting so many things. Okay. One, this is getting a season two. Fucking what? Mm -hmm. But then we're also getting another Panty and Stalking show season two well not, not season two it's, it's going to be it's a new show together which i'll take it because at least the trigger one might actually continue um <laughs> they might decide Can't to go past mean. it yeah well no it's being made by trigger okay yeah this one's yeah the the new panty and stocking one is being made by trigger mm-hmm. it might um, be yes yeah, season, season two bias trigger yeah. i'm already super down because it's like first of all trigger studios is one of my favorite animation studios and second it's panty and stocking <laughs> So I just want happening. the English. I just want the. I'm. That, uh, that's the one time I will just watch English dub, or because it just sounds more. Fu- it sounds funnier. See, I feel you, uh, but also I... f that because there's also you got to do the English one for Vash the Stampede. Yeah, that's yeah, also, true. Trigun is that, also coming well, that, back too. Mm-hmm. That's mainly just because I love the original. I watched the original dub as a kid, and Johnny Young Bosch is just fe- perfect as Vash. It's too perfect. It's mm-hmm. too perfect. Never seen the show. You've never seen. Wait, which one? This um. Penny and Stocking. No, Pico, Pico Pucky, whatever. Oh, Pop Team, Pop Team Epic. Epic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just call it the English name. It's way easier it's for us. Pop Team oh, yeah. Epic. Yeah, it's Pop, Pop Team, Team Epic. Epic. Um, oh, it's a yeah. very, it's it's Pop it's literally just a surreal joke <coughs> uh, type of anime show yeah, because I, all I of it's like that. literally little segments of it that just make no sense, really out there jokes, and just makes you like, what the fuck just happened? Type of deal. Uh, friend like. of the podcast, Logan, is actually going to be really happy. He's watched this thing. He likes it, actually. He's mentioned it before. <laughs> really, yeah, he's he's mentioned it to us before, Devon. Mm-hmm. He's like, let's go. Top team at back. Woo! Woo-woo. All right, Woo-woo. so time for another trippy thing. So, uh, Naraka Blade Point is also having a crossover with Fall Guys. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, just to cl- just to clarify, this is not a Naraka Blaypoint skin that's showing up in Fall Guys. This is a Fall Guys mode that's showing up in Naraka Bladepoint. Yes, which I feel like is slightly better as a thing, as a concept. Thank goodness they didn't put a bean in it. It's just, <laughs> it's just weird. It's just the obstacle course, but if, I wouldn't be surprised if the actual uh, Fall Guys model being used in the game nowadays. Like, wow. Oh, you, you forgot to mention we played Fall Guys, Pele. Oh yeah, Fall Guys, that's right. We played Fall Guys on the PC. I, I like the new maps. It was really cool. New co- awesome sports and everything. It was also one of the funnier moments because I won once. Uh, our friend, a mutual friend Squishy, won twice. And our other mutual friend, who we forgot the name, would not win single round past one, round one or three. I was laughing our asses <laughs> on that entire day. <laughs> that was so funny. It's like, funny. like, how are you losing to these easy rounds, bro? What are you doing? <laughs> it's the start. How are you doing this? <laughs> Don't you it's ever so say funny. you're the best gamer in the crew ever. Never, ever, ever again. again. <laughs> because you can't get past round one or three of Fall Guys of F for like 10 different matches. Nah. Nah, nah, how son, you, you die, failed. How you die every single first round? <laughs> how that work? He's trash. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. That's funny. Mm-hmm. If he ever listens to this one, he'll be sad. He'll actually be upset. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I clip like how dare they? <laughs> I clip before him one day. Bet you should. Mm-hmm. Just clip it. Clip it. 
Just clip it, yeah. <laughs> just clip it. Just send it. And I was like, this was yeah. a part of it. Yeah, that hey, trash. So, next up, we have, uh, Revilla? Yeah, Revilla Dun- uh, Dungeon Raiders. Mm-hmm. Um, Pele, you actually yes. looked up more about what this was. Yes, it's what an AR- R- ARPG uh, or roguelite uh, game. It's another form. It's essentially another dungeon crawler system. It's a four-player dungeon crawler uh, setup game with a final, like a fantasy dungeon as with a cutesy art style. Uh, you go around collecting loot, kill monsters, raid dungeons, all that good stuff. But it's a roguelite, so it's like yeah. a co-op roguelite. It's a co-op roguelite, so you have you can ha- you can play That's solo or with friends to go cool. through the yeah. Uh, but it's an ARPG, so it's still an action role-playing game. So it's more of a uh, classic dungeon crawler than actual roguelite. But I think it has some like roguelite mechanics involved. Yeah, I'm down. Mm-hmm. Sounds like fun. I, I think it's also like class-based because you choose between four different characters. Ooh. Bet. <clears throat> um, next up, we have another cinematic trailer. Arena Breakout. This is uh, what my guess is Battle Royale. Tarkov. Yes. Um, uh, Escape from Tarkov-esque Battle Royale. Yeah. This is a completely CG trailer. Looks great. Uh, any details on what the actual game is? No. We are completely speculating on this one. Pretty much. Looks like it's probably a Battle Royale, though. So, Based on the name alone, because that's not... That can't trailer, say too much. The trailer does involve like you following the same gun as it gets handed off from person mm-hmm. to person. That thing is cursed. That gun is cursed. That's what I took away from that trailer. That, that weapon that they picked up? It's cursed, cursed. yeah. <laughs> It's like the gun literally got every single person it's been in the hands of killed somehow, some way. <laughs> so I think what it could I mean, actually I think it'll be a funny mechanic. Like if there's um since like, say in Fortnite, in so any pick any gun you pick up, you actually can get a curse from it because you can't figure out what curse it is until you pick it up. Because like, ooh, cool, a new weapon or it could be better. But once you pick it up, you get that curse immediately. Like, fuck. And you, you get small pp. Small pp. And you're like, oh, I don't intimidate people anymore. That's sad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, imagine that. Like, it's like you get, (laughs) imagine there's a thing. It's like, yeah, anyone aiming at you, uh, they don't get any bloom from their guns. They're not afraid. (laughs) 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 And it's like, oh, wow, that sucks. Or something crazy like that. That'd be wild. Just increasingly worse and worse stuff. (laughs) They get aim assist on you specifically. Oh no, on oh, you specifically. God. You, you, and you alone. That is it. Hey yo, if you're using a sniper rifle, <laughs> they get aim assist on you specifically. There's so many curses you can do. That'd be a really fun battle royale. It's like mm-hmm. as you continue, you get better loot, but you also get better cur- like curses. You get and cursed. Hinders. Yeah, like you, you get, you, or like you're drunk or something, or you instantly yeah. sway. You can slow down, or you get like half a magazine clip on this gun. Yeah, Ooh. but like everyone gets that. So like the further you get into it, you gun get, like, shoots you... random bullets. Imagine that one. <laughs> yeah, sometimes the bullets heal. <laughs> it's like what? Sometimes they shoot they rocket launchers. Sometimes <laughs> a missile comes out, and you're like, wait, but I have a shot. I will. I will say that like it makes it more of an RNG type of situation than the battle royale systems. Which someone do that. Down. Actually, real talk. Someone do that. Someone, Actually, someone they do that. do that in one existing Battle Royale, ironically enough. It's called Players... Uh, not um, There's um, Tab G, uh, Totally Accurate Battlegrounds, which is they do all the basic guns, crazy weapons, and modifications, but they mod the weapons to a, such a d- disgusting degree. Like, you can actually have double-barreled miniguns. I'm not even fucking kidding on that one. Oh, that's kind of sick. Yep. And even get curses and blesses that actually make you either uh, make the game harder or make you more overpowered as you go through. But it's a little bit more broken, that one, because it's my absolutely luck, ridiculous. I got this. Mm-hmm. But um, 
if if they make someone makes that more of a serious concept, like that could be game changing. Oh, let's go. We should do it. Mm -hmm. Let's change the game. Um. <laughs> uh, next up, though, we got Evil Dead. Evil Dead uh, Army of Darkness update trailer. Woohoo! So, so if you enjoyed the Evil of Dead game, prepare for more content. They're giving you things like new weapons, like a mace. Apparently, it's one of the things that they're giving away. I mm -hmm. remember that. From the well, one of the things that apparently that's uh, people have been complaining about uh, the new Evil Dead game is the lack of cosmetic content uh, appearing in it. That was the biggest complaint so far. There's not a that's not a bunch. That's not much at all. Oh, no, wait, something. are they adding some like a bunch in this? Um, and with this update, I don't know, but uh, I think they're planning to. They didn't want to make it too, um, like overly apparent or content right. heavy as the like, other like slasher versus survivor, uh, games. What year was this placed in? This? What? Normal Darkness? Yeah, this place Evil Dead. Dead. Yeah. Evil Dead. The Evil Dead series time travels after the second movie, man. Okay. They got they, they got body cameras. I'm like the fuck. <laughs> yeah, no. Army of they Darkness. They, they, Army of Darkness. It takes place in the medieval age, and it gets gets sent back to the, the modern time. So like, it, it there's time travel involved. <laughs> time I see, travel. See, I, I don't know, but now I know. Okay. Evil that's a, a fun series, man. It's just weird. It's just weird. It's I mean, that's Sam Raimi, man. Yep. So, Spider -Man. speaking of things that I love. Because you mentioned Spider-Man. There you go. Mm -hmm. uh, yo, Bayonetta 3 has been mm -hmm. uh, properly, has a release date trailer, and has a nice big gameplay looking. Like, uh, our, all our wallets <laughs> are going to hurt in October, man. Bro, that's going to be a gift. That thing releases on my birthday. Let's go. <laughs> it was just a the, Okay. So the release date is 10-28-2022. Mm -hmm. So I was like, hey, let's go. Let's Sam, I might just dock himself. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't know my birthday. It's out there. Don't don't send me Damn. money or anything. No. <laughs> it's like don't just like support me or something. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't don't do the cool things. For hey, me. It, here's an easier one. Here's an easier one. Everyone, everyone, my birthday is February 29th. Oh, why'd you say yeah. it now? It's too late. They can't do anything now. I know. I'm talking about they like that's why. Get... <laughs> no, 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 no. Next three years. <laughs> Next three years. Every twenty ninth only exists once every four years. Oh, fair enough. That's actually worse. Damn. Damn. My, my birthday is February thirtieth. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> uh, what do you mean? That's Telling a lie. Me my family lied to me. No way. Yes, it is. I never get birthday presents though, but it's pretty cool. I'm sure they be like, "Go every birthday party." Like, damn, wish it was me. <laughs> <laughs> but you I know lost. what Bayonetta 3 looks sick <laughs> it, does it looks look amazing Bayo looks awesome she's got dude they really just said fuck it we're just gonna give her a bunch of different DTs <laughs> she has a bunch of different double triggers in this a new playable character is a thing uh, she looks cool she's rocking a she's very Nero-esque mm -hmm. she's got the punk look but she's got a katana going on Short and hair, died Short hair, yeah. Mm -hmm. She's like apparently a witch in training or something like that, which is from what I understand. Very short comparison to the rest of the cast, which mm -hmm. makes me only assume that she's a normal ass human being. <laughs> and maybe it's actually, uh, maybe, um, uh, uh, hit, um, Bayonetta and Luca got hitched, and that's Bayonetta's daughter. Who knows? Dad, 
Do you say that to be cool, actually? But uh, there's also apparently like some multiversal stuff going on in this. Probably. I mean, not... there was time travel in the first one. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, trust me, I know. Um, technically, there was tra- there was time travel in the second one too, but uh-huh. uh, <laughs> it just the second one had to make the first one make sense, low key. Um, <laughs> but more than anything else. We're not fighting angels or demons in this one. We're fighting bioweapons? <laughs> Resident Evil, God. baby! Yeah, Resident Evil has come through for Bayonetta. They're like, hey, yo, they're not, uh, they come from Earth. And I'm like, oh, that's Actually, you know what? It comes, full, it comes full circle because, remember, uh, the inspiration of Bayonetta was Devil May Cry. And Devil May Cry started off as a, um, a, um, a the original take There's for Resident Evil 4. Yeah, yep, it's so full, it's, it's full, full circle, circle. Let's go. Mm-hmm. That's kind of sick. But game looks great. Can't wait. Kaiju battles. There's a lot being said in this trailer while also not saying anything at all. Rodan has a hat. And chances are that this uh, this game takes place near uh, Halloween because of its release date. Mm-hmm. And the fact that for some reason uh, he's Rodan is dressed like Freddy Krueger. Okay. Also, all of them have kind of take place towards like certain things. I don't think Bayonetta 1 did. I can't remember. But I know that um, two takes place during like Christmas time, so this one's probably one did not have a like um holiday. I, yeah, as I, I don't think yeah. one did. But two and two is taking place during uh, Christmas. So this one's probably gonna be Halloween themed, which is gonna be fun. Yay! <laughs> also, I think they put Bayonetta's old voice actress <clears throat> in there as one of the not antagonists, but one of the people that you see in here, which is kind of sick. I'm like, oh man, we got both. We got both. But, moving along from something I don't want to move along to, to something, well, the, the, I guess something I don't want to move along to. Yo, RimWorld is a thing. <laughs> 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 Not to dunk on RimWorld, you might like it. Actually, go check out the trailer, but I just find that this trailer is really strange. <laughs> um, they have this thing called the Storyteller trailer, which apparently is, I guess, technically the difficulty setting? Or I guess the... Um, it's not that. It's the... What is it called? Is it the event? It's something... I forgot what it's called, but it's pretty much... Oh, it it creates the scenarios for you, essentially. Um, <coughs> in a... Not exactly roguelike S game, but like something like that. The director. It's different directors that you're mm-hmm. seeing in here. And, um... Yeah, it's... It's a weird trailer to advertise... The different directors rather than just having a different like difficulty modes but I guess this is a I, I just find that people might run into maybe might unless they do a proper explanation in the menu maybe might possibly run into a possible problem in which they just don't know what they're getting themselves into they just picked whoever looked cool <laughs> you know what I mean it's like mm-hmm. you go to start the game and you're like, well, I mean, you know, I like how Cassandra looks. Like, yeah. And then it's like, yeah, Cassandra just doesn't like you towards the end of the game. You're like, why is it so hard now? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> it was, I was chilling up until a certain point. It's just, it's a weird trailer. But, you know, if you like your, um, I guess this counts as an RTS, right? Uh, yes, it technically does. Yeah, if you like your RTSs, this, this uh, this. Mm-hmm. This might be a good fit. And next up, 
we'll talk about this because uh, the fact that apparently Midnight Suns just dropped their entire open opening cinematic cutscenes mm -hmm. just because why not? They're like, fuck it. I actually can't wait for this game. Oh no, me neither. I just wish they'd give us a release date. Oh, they really haven't had they. Damn. Nope. They showed they got half a year left. Thing. They got half a year left. They're like, yo, it's coming out in 2022. Bet when in 2022? At some point, I guess. Eventually. <laughs> Eventually. Eventually. 2022. It won't get past 2022, but, you know, sometime. <laughs> Watch it, they lie, and it gets past 2022. December, I... December 32nd. Yeah. December 32nd. <laughs> 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 They're like, yeah, look, it's out in 2022. And we're like... I don't. Hey, bro. I don't, hey, bro. I don't know if that counts, bro. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. But next up, apparently, so who here likes a Diary of the Wimpy Kid? I do. I'm, I'm sad. What is this? What is this? <laughs> so apparently, Diary of the Wimpy Kid actor has uh, pled guilty to. <sighs> <laughs> It's a, he just, uh, <laughs> so to murdering his mom allegedly. Let me look at the pull up the full thing. Allegedly, mm -hmm. plotting to kill uh, Justin Trudeau. <laughs> I'm just kind of like, bro. Hey, sometimes we go through it. I don't wow. know if this council's going through it. This is a lot worse than that. <laughs> This is a lot worse than that. Jesus. I did not know. Wow. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, bro, come on, man. You don't gotta be like this. <laughs> not like... Not like uh, this. It's like if I, if I want to show somebody the diary with the kid, I'm like, oh. Like, think about the whole time. Damn. That's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> Alright, time for another thing that I... Also, wish wasn't happening. <laughs> so, uh, yo, so they're making a live action Yu Yu Haka show. Yep. Why? <laughs> because they're making a live action One Piece, so why not for the rest, you know? They're also giving another shot at Death Note. For some reason, Netflix gets Again, another like, shot at Death Note. Again, like, why? Like, the first American attempt was. They're going to keep on uh, trying until they get it. Netflix is like, we will get a good Death Note movie. We're like, you don't the have to. The only really good part of the American Death Note was Ryu, played by William the fucking foe. You know what's really stupid about this, though? Is that Death Note is not inherently, like, it doesn't need to be an anime. You know no. what I mean? Like, nothing about it needs to be an anime. No, it's but... the, the changes they made to the original source material when they made the American version kind of just ruined it for a lot of it's people. It's probably, yeah. like, one of the... Because usually I'm I'm on the boat of, like, hey, yeah, if it's animated, just don't adapt it. Like, just don't. Just leave it be. Mm -hmm. let, it, let it do its own thing. If you want to remake it in another animation style, fine. Whatever. Who cares? But don't is, live action yeah. it. No, Death Note's story and material is, like, suitable enough for real the real... Like it's, the real life world it's stuff. Genuinely, it's, one of the few animes that just yeah, you could just do it a live action, no problem. And mm -hmm. I'm like, how are you? How did you mess it up? <laughs> how did you screw it up? You know what's not one of those animes? Yu Yu Hakusho. Yu Hakusho is not one of those things you want to do in live action. Mm -hmm. Though I know everyone wants to see a spirit gun be done by someone in real life. I'm like, no, stop. 
Please no. <laughs> He's gonna be like, Spirit again. We, like, don't, on, we don't Come need on. another Dragon Ball evolution on our hands, please. No. Okay. Oh, that movie was so bad, bro. You couldn't even tell Boma was Boma. They had she had one blue streak. I don't know why they couldn't mm -hmm. just dye her hair blue. <laughs> or give her a yep. wig. Anime no. ad the American version of anime adaptations have never been, you know. Fantastic. It's not even that everyone has to have colorful hair. It's just that it's like, yo, it's Balma. Give her you blue hair. hair. <laughs> Dye it. Like, you gave fucking Ramona flowers and Scott Pilgrim blue hair. Why can't you do it the same way here? I'm pretty sure that Dragon Ball Evolution predates those movies, though. It does, it does. Okay. God, I love Scott Pilgrim. God, I hate Dragon Ball Evolution. Ukog. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. But, um, I guess that's going to do it. I think the last bit will probably just say a uh, quick shout-out to whoever was out here. There's a, I'll put the link in the description. Got a huh? Buglave user that came out here and just hopped up into the sky and knocked a Gormagala clean out of it. Man was flying. Man Give was it flying. to a badass of our badass gamer of the century award or whatever. Or the week. We'll just give him a badass gamer of the week award. I don't even know if this came out this week, but it's cool. Right? He like, <laughs> he don't even know. He's the game of the week. The game of the week. <laughs> he getting he getting an award. <laughs> no if we award find more not. Maybe if we find more clips like this, or if you send us clips in like this, yeah, we'll be like, yeah, badass gamer. You you get a badass gamer of the week award. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how that works, but you get a nice little stamp of approval. Yep. From us, at we'll, least. We'll, Whatever we'll, make that means. we'll make judgments on awesome clips uh, from games all over the world. There you go. We'll do mm -hmm. it like that. Mm -hmm. It'll be fun. But uh, I'm pretty sure without further ado, that pretty much covers the entire docket. Wasn't much. Thank goodness. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a quiet week this week. Yep, yep. This is a quick catch up. Life has been fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, what we'll do is we'll say this. Uh,. Thank you all for listening to us and coming around. Stay tuned till after the show so you can hear that nice little interview with the author of God's Gears, Raven. And, first and foremost, uh, let's do the, do the outro thing that we always do. You know, hit us up at paper underscore action on Twitter and Instagram. You can, you can go there, hit those up. I'm going to do something with the Instagram. I'll figure it out. I don't know. It's going to take work, though. Um... But there's definitely way more stuff happening on the Twitter, so that one's out and popping. Do do stuff with that. We also are on YouTube. That also needs to be done with. We need to do things with that. Well, I'll figure out something soon. But Paul, <laughs> <laughs> um, but also another thing we gotta do is say thank you once again, and. You know, spread the love of the show. You can email us at paperplayaction at gmail.com if you have any questions, things of that nature. And spread the show. Talk to people. Let them know that we exist and that you enjoy us if you want to. No pressure. It's just all, you know, if you want to. All voluntarily. And if you want to support us in another way, you know, financially, I guess, if you want to do that. If you feel like you are enjoying it. You can go to our Patreon, paperplayaction.com. Actually, no, it's just paperplayaction on Patreon. Uh, yeah, do that, and you can you can stop us from being broke. You know, because that's nice. 
We yep. enjoy not being broke. But I mean, being money's nice. Money's nice. But more so than anything, I'm gonna reiterate. Yeah, spread the show. That part helps us the most, honestly. And spread the word to Hasbro that we needed the Yellow Ranger. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Fact, fucking racist. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take this racism from I can't take it. Hasbro, what are you doing? <laughs> Alright. We're calling it a day. We're out. Racism! stuck around you're definitely here for the end of the show interview with our dear friend Raiden here she is uh hey everybody yeah there you go <laughs> she's <laughs> joining us um today just to give us like a little little know-hows and things on her various careers actually as i've been finding out um <laughs> you uh, i've i've done a little bit <laughs> <laughs> um those of you that have been on the podcast before have heard us talk about a little bit of our work, or her work, I should say. And um, those of you who have been following our Twitter have definitely seen the conversations that's popped up back and forth <laughs> between uh, me and her. So uh, would you like to just let people know on some of the things that you've been working on just so that everything is out there? <laughs> um. So my name is Raven Diamond. Uh, mm. I've done... Uh, indie acting, I've done modeling, I've done art, um, I am so a award-nominated musician, um, 2019 Native American Music Awards, my music video got top six, uh, it's either you get first or you get within the top six, so I got within the top six. Fair enough. Um, for those that don't know, the Native American Music Awards is basically similar to the Grammys, like the Grammys and the NAMIs will work back and forth on certain things. Um, so in order to be at the award show, I had to go to the Seneca Nation, which is up in Niagara Falls, New York. It's super cool. Oh, yeah, um, didn't get a lot of sleep during that trip, but it was super cool. Um, it's so worth it. Like you get to go, you're nominated for this big award. You're like, you know what? I get to go to New York. <laughs> it was it was my first music video too. That's what kind of blew me away. Wow. Um, yeah, all of us that worked on it, we were like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> no way. This got nominated. This was that high already? <laughs> I get that. That was really cool. Uh, and then, of course, I, I've i um, written um, short stories for anthologies like uh, Nothing But Bones and okay. um, Carnivore Chorus. Both of those uh, are in anthologies. One is Six Feet From Tomorrow. Um, and then the other anthology is Lacey Curtain Between Life and Death. Both of those, all proceeds go to Plant a Billion Trees. So I don't actually make any money off of those stories, but, <laughs> but it's good for the environment. For real. Like, it's all good. Um, uh, there was another one that I co-authored. It was uh, Eliles and, uh, The Unusual Day for Eli Eliles' Unusual Day. Uh, all proceeds from that 
to a children's hospital. So the 10 authors, including myself, that worked on it, we kind of did it pro bono to help a children's hospital. That's really and, nice. and then I have actually started to you know, put my work out there for actual sale and consumption, um, such as God of Gears. Yes. Our lovely favorite on this podcast. I've read a decent amount. Um, but for those that... It's do... very trippy. Yes. <laughs> But for those that don't know, uh, how about giving us like a decent synopsis or as best as you can, I guess, however you want to tell that story, uh, by all means, just give us what, what you uh, want to let us know about. So God of Gears is a very interesting uh, situation. Um, I actually approached Mithril <laughs> with no story idea. Uh, and this is before their app went live. And I said, hey, you're looking for authors. What do you need? And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I definitely and I'm like, what do you need? I can, <laughs> I can write whatever. Just tell me what you need. And they're like, uh, well, we're looking for these genres. And while we don't mind a female perspective, we're really looking for male perspectives right now. Oh. I'm like, cool. So I got this idea I came up with five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was like... It's going to be really sick, um, I promise. <laughs> uh, so basically what it is, is, um, let me see if I can pull up the official description, because I have my description. My descriptions don't always make sense, which is why I do a lot of editing before I submit things. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, okay, here it is. So... Salas Valentine, a repairman in the steampunk land of Virtuoso, accepts the job of a lifetime, only to be tossed into the war between the dying world of magic and the thriving world of man's machines. While walking the tightrope between the two worlds, he becomes something neither human nor magical creature and begins to hear the voices and thoughts of machines, as well as tamper with the flow of time. Rumors of his abilities travel, and so does the fear of what he could do to the world and the people in power. Ah, oh, so good. So, so good such an enjoyable thing honestly um okay so it guess... it, it is very trippy <laughs> very much like you're not sure where half of the story takes place on purpose um <laughs> because the main character isn't sure where he is half the time and that's fair because it's it's a fun ride because of that too um especially going through those first couple of chapters when i was initially reading it and still continuing but um just the amount of ups and downs of like, wow, okay, this is, I can just kind of visualize everything that's kind of happening here just because of how it's, how well it's told, which is just honestly a compliment to you. But it's yeah. so crazy how like you did really like interesting like puzzles and things like that that are all like, you, you actually had people scratching their heads going like, I don't know how you're getting out of this one. And then it still kind of finds its way to make sense in some way that you just weren't expecting it i just i like that about it honestly i gotta tell you those first chapters are like very very tricky because i was challenging myself i was like oh, okay sorry. i'm throwing him in this situation how do i get him out now <laughs> <laughs> it's like, i have no idea how to finish this part <laughs> let's let's think about it this is a great cliffhanger what am i gonna do now <laughs> Totally with God of Gears, it's a very um, different experience than what I'm used to writing. I'm used to writing with, you know, I've got this plot outline, I've got these points that I want to do. And because God of Gears was so 
like, let's just do this. Here's a random story. I kind of had to build it as I'm writing it. Okay. So I was like, let's do puzzles. And I'm like, no, I'm not actually very good at puzzles. How am I supposed to solve these puzzles? <laughs> it's like, I've put myself in this situation. How do we get out? I'm. <laughs> and I kept doing it because the people at Mithril were like, hey, this is a really good chapter. Yeah, we can totally see this. This gives a game element. You should keep going. And I'm like, oh, why did you say that? <laughs> did you feel like you ever wrote yourself into like corners by doing it like that? Because I feel like a lot of writers uh, do yes. tend to love, especially like mangaka and stuff like that, they run into situations where they're like, you know, I don't know how they're going to beat this guy. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Figure it out later. I mean, yeah, when, <laughs> slight spoiler uh, for people that haven't read this chapter, when he got to the eye. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were sitting there like. And I asked that question <laughs> and I was like, oh crap, what is his answer? <laughs> like, I have no clue what this is gonna be <laughs> and yet when you read it it's like oh that's so clever she totally knew no i didn't <laughs> not, not a single clue before that chapter came out <laughs> and, and like that's not even the trippiest chapter the trippiest chapter like came out on the fourth okay now read that chapter yet i haven't gotten there yet <laughs> I was, I do remember you letting me know, and I was like, all right, I gotta catch up now. I gotta, I gotta speed read now, but I haven't gotten there yet. Just been kind of busy lately, uh, as has the rest of the cast. That's why uh, we've had so many uh, mini-sodes recently. Um, but I guess my second question, uh, involving the same kind of subject, is, uh, I guess, what was the hardest part about writing in this way? Because I myself have given my hand at like trying to just write stories and stuff like that i usually just like you said need like a structured plot line that i kind of just go through and map out properly so that i know where i'm going and then every iteration kind of picks up and fixes it a little bit more and makes it a little bit more of a nice and tight bow for you on this one you're um you're definitely kind of excuse the the language on it but kind of freewalling it a little bit <laughs> yeah the definitely <laughs> Definitely freeballing it. Uh, oh, don't don't worry about language. I I have worked in a warehouse, so okay. I heard a lot in both English and Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't work in the warehouse anymore, but I was very used to the language. Okay. Um. So it's it's definitely been very different. Um. Like I find myself, I spend a lot more time staring at a blank page than normal because I'm like, hmm. <laughs> something needs to happen here and I have to have a cliffhanger. <laughs> How am I going to have something cool and a cliffhanger at the same time? That's not like, Oh, she just cut it off mid sentence for no reason. <laughs> um, and I also, I do have other characters to introduce, um, but I, they're not fully fleshed out yet. So some of my characters I flesh out as I'm writing them. Um, and as for those of you that have been reading again, mild spoiler, um, as you know, Mother has her children. Yes. Well, if Phantasm is her opposite, shouldn't he have something? Yes, that makes sense. And I was like, yeah, he probably should have something, but what the hell would Humanity have? <laughs> I'm like, wait, I got it. Sin. <laughs> <laughs> so I will eventually be introducing the seven deadly sins. Okay. Um, 
the first one that I'm introducing is actually lust. Uh, and it's, it's not for the reasons that you think, um, she's, she's a very, very interesting character. And, um, like, obviously, you know, lust is like, yo, you lust after someone, but it's a lot more than just that. You yeah. could have a lust for life. You could have a lust for a project you're doing. You could, you could have lust towards a lot of different things. Um, there's good lust and there's bad lust and but either way, lust is still lust for something. Yes. Uh, and you have to be careful with that because at some point it can turn into almost self-loathing because you lust for something too much. And so that character kind of toes that weird line between loving to be lust and manipulative and absolutely hating herself. I like it. So uh, I guess a uh, second question or third question, I guess, is what goes into character creation for you? Since a lot of it has to be done kind of on the fly in this case, um, how do you usually come up with these ideas? Or what so with <laughs> with characters, I was I, I constantly find myself doing this, even with my other projects. I like to show more than one side. I don't really like one-dimensional characters. I like having a character that when you look at them, you're like, that's bad, but I can understand why, and that's also good in certain lights, so I don't really know how to feel about you. Okay. Love doing that with characters. So, if I have a bad character, um, sometimes there'll still be something redeeming about them. Very rarely do I have just, like, a purely bad character. Unless I'm going to flip it on its head later and be like, oh, yeah, that bad you thought was actually this all the time. And you were the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like having multiple um, levels to a character. I like doing backstories and kind of explaining they are the way they are. Now, it doesn't always excuse them for being mm. the way they are. It just kind of makes them understandable. Yes. And I can understand that. So I... So I try to like, I try to do that. Um, and sometimes I just wanted a character to look cool. <laughs> and that's kind of what happened originally with um, magic. Yes. I was like, I want to do something with magic, but has that magic ever been a person? What would it look like? And I'm like, oh, it would look so cool. And like the more you're learning about magic. Yeah, Magic is, is definitely an interesting character, okay. and Phantasm as her opposite is definitely interesting. Oh, and I just got the uh, rough draft for uh, the Phantasm lore card. Okay. I was gonna so you'll know exactly that. what he looks like soon. Um, so how is it working with uh, Mithril, or Mithril um, as far as like the lore cards and things of that nature goes? Because um, you mentioned liking to write backstories and stuff like that, which... It's fair. Those are actually really fun to do a lot of times, or at least I find myself having fun doing them a lot of times. Uh, how do you, how do you, what goes into that? What goes into you kind of, you know, thinking about these things and being like, okay, uh, how can I mess around with like this card to give people a little bit more information about the story that, you know, I might not inherently say in it. So um, one of the things that they said is for our lore cards, you can repeat some information, mm -hmm. but you want to give more. You don't want to just regurgitate whatever's in the book. Okay. Um, but at the same token, they said, be mindful of your keywords because wherever the ke that keyword is, 
the card's going to pop up. So whatever you, information you put on there from the very first keyword, it's going to be visible. So you also got to be careful about spoilers. Okay. Um, so it, it's kind of a balance between giving the reader like the keys to the kingdom, but at the same time, keeping some of those doors locked. So that way you'd be like, Hey, surprise. <laughs> I was like, look at that. That wasn't in the lore card. Was it? <laughs> um, Okay. Actually, already done that with Salas several times. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, oh wow, look at that. You meet him and you think he's he's this little cinnamon roll that just kind of got thrown in the world, and now in these more recent chapters, you're learning about <laughs> his family history that he had no idea about that he's learning about that he's not too pleased with. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I guess another question would be, what is your favorite character so far to write that you've been enjoying from this story alone? Um, that's a tough one. Uh, so, Phyllis is very fun, um, but he's the main character, so I write from him most of the time. But when, with the other characters I've introduced, I don't know if you've gotten to this section yet, um, Lucifer was very interesting to write, as well as Hypnos. Okay. Um, and, uh, Ivy. Ivy was very interesting to write. Okay. Um... But those those guys appear in the more recent chapters. I think we just came out like with forty or forty one. Okay. Those I'm I'm like ahead of that in writing, so I'm not sure oh, yeah, where funny. the release is right now. <laughs> it makes total sense. Uh, I would assume that you're not writing out uh, banging out a chapter week to week as it's coming out. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, some of the authors are. <laughs> I can't do that. There's too much anxiety with that so i'm like yeah, no 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 no, no. we're we're I, gonna go forward i definitely couldn't either um i'm currently also trying to write something for my thrill as well and i'm just like you know i just need a structure and because of that i'm just gonna i'm just gonna bang it out like the whole thing before i even spit it and then if it doesn't get like if it doesn't get anything or anything you know like mithril <laughs> mithril has a fan discord server as well as an author server so if you're accepted they'll throw you to the author server but you're if you're a fan or just applying they'll throw you to their discord that's fair i have to look into that part um yeah and all of the awesome. authors are pretty active on discord so like if you've got questions and stuff one of us will hop on and talk okay that's i mean that's great to know and it's actually great for those who are also listening at this point because they get to find out that as well. Yeah. Um, like I said, they have a like a public uh, Discord that everybody can kind of hop on. You can see fan art there. You get alerts about when a new chapter is dropped. You'll get alerts when they release a new story. Um, they do a lot of stuff on there. And they also have a part of their forum that you can report any bugs or issues you're having. Mm -hmm. So if there's something going wrong on their app, because it is a newer app, you're you may run into a bug. Um, they're very responsive and they'll, they'll say, hey, you, if you tell them the issue, sometimes they'll say, hey, go ahead and message us privately um, so we can get some information about your device without it being available to the whole world. Okay. Um, and they'll try to figure out what's going on on your end. Um, yeah, so Justin, physical one. Yeah, they've got announcements, general introductions. They've got the rule page. Uh, new stuff, which is generally where they say, hey, this chapter job, blah, blah, blah. They have a game section because people like to talk games. Um, <laughs> they have an ask me anything section and 
they have a meme section because no one could exist without that section. I it was mean, probably the most requested section. <laughs> <laughs> you need to have your meme. Uh, like, what are you going to do? <laughs> you have some funny jokes to tell. <laughs> like, there's so many memes. I I love them. Are some of them so much? Um, and, and fans just out of curiosity because i'm not in it myself so i'm just curious um i don't know if anyone has created like a story specific one okay um but i know like they'll throw things on there that deal with either readers or they'll deal with uh writers like um that was the one that i posted a little bit ago just (laughs) to be funny and stupid um there it is uh (laughs) so i posted a meme it has the skeleton guy from Thundercats. I can't remember his name right now. Oh, Skeletor. <laughs> yeah, obviously, the simplest names I can't remember. Um, <laughs> so it says, authors. So he's a huge prick for most of the book. Readers, it shows Skeletor. Joke's on you. I'm into that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's, that's just how storytelling goes. Like, and there's another one on the here that says, as a reader stop hurting the characters how dare you me as an author look at this poor glow stick character i'm not a glow stick author snaps character multiple times look at him shine <laughs> okay that's, that's a pretty good one that one's actually, that got me. i'm like that's me as an author mood <laughs> oh, like man. i literally put my characters through hell no character is safe like <laughs> I have no problem killing characters. I have no problem putting them through hell. Um, now, granted, it's for justified reasons. Yeah. I'm not just gonna kill a character for no reason. No, usually, like if I think it can help the book, Ari, you've been useful. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "You've you've done your job. <laughs> you could. Here's your final send off." <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure you could tell that just from the ending of the very first episode. Yeah, I was like, oh wow, this is how we're doing it. <laughs> right in there. <laughs> this is how it's gonna go. <laughs> I was like, I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> but we'll see. I think that one does a really good job uh, of capturing people's attention, because you're like, alright, you know, it makes sense, we got our main character here, nothing's gonna happen. Oh! Alright, where's the story going now? <laughs> <laughs> I um i remember like there was a typo so uh this poor reader actually thought that salas was a girl <laughs> and so they put the comment um rip poor watch lady and i'm like poor watch, watch lady, lady. what <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and i went back and i read it and i was like oh no <laughs> the pronoun was messed up no it's not a female <laughs> It's definitely a boy. It's definitely a boy. Yes, this is this is a male. I did want to I mean, touch on granted, one... anyone wants to go that route if they want to go ahead and, I mean, and draw yeah, my it's... character as a female, That's I won't fair. mind the fan art. It's fun, but the purpose of the story, he is a male. Yes. Um, I do want to ask about this, not to like stir up any drama, but it was something I didn't, I wasn't aware of. Um, how is it working with? mithril considering that they wanted a more male perspective for some reason i actually wasn't aware that they even wanted that so i'm just curious is 
Like, is it fun? Um, so that was what they needed at the time. Cause okay. I asked what they needed at the time and they had quite a few stories that had already been submitted with a female perspective okay. that was going to be a really heavy female release. Oh. And so they wanted to make sure that readers still had um, at least a couple stories that were male released because some people just like reading from male perspectives. Some people just like reading from female perspectives. That's fair. Um, and they also had some that were POV switches. So um, this one, they, they really did prefer uh, for me to go male on this route. Because that's what they were lacking. Okay. That, I just yeah. wanted to, to clarify that one a little bit. That one stuck out to me as like slightly kind of weird. I was like, huh, it's a little strange, but you know, that's... It was that's just because of the time frame that I was submitting. They just had so many female stories. Yeah. I so submitted sense. like September, October last year because mm-hmm. they didn't launch till January. Fair enough. Yeah, they took a minute to launch. I, I did start following it. I was like, all right, I'm down to read some of these. And I'm like, not launching yet. And I'm like, oh. Okay, I'll wait. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> yeah, but that was that was because they wanted to make sure that they released a lot of really good content. Like after we were accepted, we had to go through an editing process. We had to also go through an editing process on the lore cards. Okay. We had to go through test drawings on the lore cards to see what style fit, if this looked exactly like our character, made sure we had the correct artist references for the artist. Um, we had to tell them like what our world looked like so they could draw the world behind the character and the background behind the character and the weapons the character used or the magic they used. Like it was a really in-depth process. Okay. That's actually really cool. I did ask a little bit about the, the artistry that goes into the, the cards when I was looking into it and I still am working on it. Um, but you mentioned, do they actually have their own editors that help? work with you on this or do you actually just go through and edit yourself and then probably submit so i like to do a lot of self-editing first um mainly because i'm i'm used to releasing and editing myself um and the less time that they have to spend editing my story uh helps out my fellow authors that you know may need that little bit more help or you know if i completely mess up something then i've got time to go back and and fix it if it was just one section instead of you know the whole chapter that makes sense especially since you but they do staying ahead so it gives you plenty of leeway yeah yeah they do have editors they do have artists they've got marketers um they've got people that monitor both of the discords to make sure if we have questions um, we can always reach them on Discord, always talk to them on Discord. Okay. Um, you can even, if you're an author, you can even set up a call with them and they'll schedule some time to do um, a Zoom call or a Google call, whatever, whichever one. Um, so that way you're face to face with them. They're actually talking like, hey, this is my issue or hey, I had this question about my story going forward. Can we do X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. No problem. Okay. Um, I guess my next question, because you mentioned your lovely second story coming to the platform itself. Do you want to talk about that one a little bit? Give us a little bit of intel on that story. Yes, so this is actually pretty exciting. I will be the first author on Mithril to have two stories on a platform. Um, Round of applause, everyone. And... (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, what's been pretty cool about this is... 
So to be honest, um, like I said, when I submitted God of Gears, it was a very rough idea. I just kind of went with what they needed. Um, it was also like a little test because no one had published with them. So no one knew what they were like. No one knew what the contract was like. No one knew anything. Uh, so I was like, you know what? Let me make up a story that they will like and I wouldn't mind writing. But if I lost it, it's not going to be the end of the world. Mm-hmm. If I lost rights to it, it wasn't going to be the end of the world. Um, so after I did that little test and I was seeing all of the amazing things they were doing, they were actually like putting their money where their mouth was type thing. They were doing what they said they were going to do, okay. which I mean, sometimes is a rarity in this world. So yeah, I absolutely awesome. love them for <laughs> it. Um, and at that point I was like, you know what? I'm going to submit my pet project. I'm going to submit my baby that I've been working on since I was 14. And those of you that don't know, I'm 27, almost 28. Uh, <laughs> you're fine, you're fine. So I decided to submit Full Moon King and Full Moon King had was originally a comic series. Okay. Um it was available on Tapas and Webtoons, uh, as well as the chibi version of it available on Tapas and Webtoons. Uh-huh. Um then the comic part was just getting very expensive. Okay. Uh, so I decided to try to novelize it because I did completely write out the comic script. The manga series version of it is complete. Uh, it's just changing it over into the novel version of it. And with the novel version, I was testing the waters and building the fan base on Dreamy. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not a paid author on Dreamy because I did not like their contract. Um, well, I just kind of kept it up there for and based purposes and the first time i submitted it to mithril they didn't accept it but that was because i misread how to submit it okay so that was my bad because they even state if you don't submit it correctly it's going to be an auto denial okay what did you out of curiosity what did you do so um for whatever reason Uh, I was on a mobile device Mm -hmm. and it didn't load up the full text on what to submit. It just said 5,000 words. It didn't finish the sentence to say 5,000 words on a Google doc. Okay. (laughs) Oh yeah. I put 5,000 words in a tiny little text box that what didn't accept any formatting. (laughs) It was like, nope, (laughs) that's not going to (laughs) work. So basically it was just a giant wall of text and they're like, no. <laughs> so please, no, not again. <laughs> yeah, so I understand why that was auto deny. And once I realized my mistake, I was like, you know what? Let me make sure everything is done properly before I try to submit again. <laughs> so I went back through my uh, novel version. I separated it correctly. I lengthened chapters. So there's now scenes in there that are not available on Dreamy. Um, so never before seen content, uh, I did everything I could and I submitted with, uh, 82 episodes done. Okay. Which they were, they were very appreciative of that. And so I will be taking, (laughs) (laughs) well, it's because I'm dreamy. I had already submitted like 70 something. That's true. Um, that, like I said, all of them are going to be coming down. I just haven't removed them yet because they're deciding if. They want to leave up a couple chapters on each site as like a teaser mm-hmm. to then pull them to Mithril or if they want to completely take it down. They, they said they'll get back to me about that Monday or Tuesday. That's fair. Um, 
So we'll see what happens there. But yes, there's already 82. Uh, I'm like halfway done with episode 83. But in the comic format, this is only after 14 or 15. Okay. But that's because in, in the comic, there was like scenes that I couldn't have. And I mean, in the comic format, the panel, I just wrote like things like, Newsy runs. Yeah. In the actual book, I have to write. Everything. Yeah, in the actual strip, I have to run. Newsy was running down the hall, panting, trying to get. Like, I had to put all of these words. You gotta, yeah, you gotta make the picture <laughs> as opposed to just being like, oh, yeah, there's a picture right here for you to see and enjoy <laughs> and understand what's happening. So that, that contributed to a lot of the ballooning. Um, and because the actual comic script, uh, there's like three chapters, three to four chapters each comic. Um, and yeah, at the end of the series, there was 220 chapters. Okay. All right. And we're... 83 episodes equal 14 chapters. <laughs> so. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I guess my second. Uh, there will be plenty of content. <laughs> question about it is um, you mentioned before that um, the comic creating it was getting kind of expensive were you commissioning like the panels from somewhere yeah oh. yeah i was a commissioning artist because okay. i can draw certain things people are my kryptonite <laughs> <laughs> i'm kind of i'm the reverse but definitely i could definitely draw a lot of characters people are cool i could do that uh, scenery. I mean, I can do a nice skull, but <laughs> you tell me to add skin on there, it's not gonna look right. <laughs> yeah, um, that's how I am a little bit. I'm just like, I can do, I can do people. That's great. Scenery, not so much. Weaponry, sometimes <laughs> depends on what you need. <laughs> if it's a sword or a melee weapon, I got you. If it's a gun, I, I can't do that. I, it's gonna take a minute. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm better with like nature and I see elements uh not so much of you know here's a person standing here with another person it's just like hey here's two stick figures <laughs> that's fair um it was fair asking about it too um but I was really curious about that and where did you say we could find the comic again just in case people wanted to look at it that way I don't know if that was um, so down. the comic right now is uh, still up on both webtoons and tapas. Okay. Um, but I don't know. Like how I said, long. I don't know how long it's going to be up. Um, it's it's just kind of up to Mithril right now. I understand that. I kind of hope they keep both because I do believe there is a space for like both of them to exist as far as those that a storytelling is concerned. Because you know some people maybe not. Liking well, the wall of text and some people yes. are just liking the the visual art style and uh, something to look at a little bit more, and then vice versa. Yes, I can I can see that, but the thing is, because they have their own artist, one of the reasons that they may you know want to take it down is because their own artist is going to be making their own art, and True. if they ever do decide to you know branch into the comic, as many apps have done, um they may want to do it on their own. So that might be a reason that they have me pull it. That is very fair. That is very fair. But uh, I def I mean, I think you will, but I would like definitely keep those that would want to know posted about it because I would for sure want to know if like um, Mithril decides to do a comic version of it or if they decide to just 
leave it up and be like, hey, if you want to read the story like this, it's there for you, you know? Um, but I do it won't be updated, cool. but it's there. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be updated. But at least, you know, you can you can read up to a certain point. You got the visual style in your head, and then you can go forth. <laughs> yeah, um, but we'll, we'll see what they want to do. Um, I'm pretty fine with either way, and, I mean, they may even use it in promotional materials and be like, do you remember this comic from Webtoons and Tapas? Just now here in novel form and blah, blah, blah. That would be actually a pretty decent way of pulling people in either way. It'd be a pretty good marketing decision, honestly. Just like, hey, yeah, you remember reading this? Yeah, because my comic, <laughs> the comic on Webtoons for it got like over 5,000 to 6,000 views. And then the novel on Dreamy was 2,000, 3,000 views, something like that. So there's there's a good almost like anywhere from seven to 9,000 people that have already familiar with this story mm -hmm. um, that may be coming over to Mithril. And Mithril, honestly, is like cheapest app versus all of the others if you're a reader yeah. but it's also the best paid app if you're a writer okay. um most other apps like, oh my god it's so bad they don't they give authors like pennies on the dollar it's horrible but mithril actually does a pretty fair split how um was, uh, how was webtoons with that because we do like kind of we're not sponsored by it but we like we definitely tell people to go read a lot of them and uh considering that like i know i've so i didn't on there I didn't have enough subscribes to mm -hmm. actually kind of see it. And I haven't been through their form to, you know, be an original from the start. Okay. So I can't really speak too much on that. That's fair. Okay. But I, I can speak on like dreamy versus mithril because I've seen both of them. And I mean, you pay like, I think. Yeah. You mentioned you didn't like dreamy. And coins for like a, Three hundred words or something like that. Either way, it like gets ridiculous in how many coins that you have to pay per chapter, mm -hmm. which is like a couple dollars a chapter reader. Whereas Mithril, I actually calculated out depending on which coin pack you get, because every chapter unlocks for about three coins. Depending on the coin pack you get, each chapter then equals between three and sixteen cents in cost instead of a couple dollars. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so it's very reasonable for readers, and like I said, they've got a better situation for the writers as well, because with Dreamy, you're lucky if you get promoted. You don't get any editing. Um, it's an oversaturated market, and the payouts are horrible, uh, whereas Mithril like, actually has decent payouts. Um, I'm almost to that point for my stuff, personally. I can't say exactly what all of it is, because it's contract-specific. Yeah. Um, for me, it's like pretty good, um, and for the readers, it's good because you're not paying an arm and a leg for like or something words. You're getting a minimum of anywhere from about uh, 750 to uh, 1.5k. There'll be a couple chapters that are like closer to 2k, but generally, each chapter is between 750 and 1.5. Okay, that's actually yeah, it's extremely reasonable, honestly. Pretty great. So if you're paying like three to sixteen cents for that many words, I, I think it sounds reasonable. <laughs> now, we might as well dive a little bit more into you. Um, tell us a bit more about this acting career of yours. So I did more indie stuff before COVID happened. Um, mm -hmm. I I had done 
like everything from film to stage to even dinner theaters. Um, like a lot of the indie film projects just for whatever reason happened to be horror. I don't know <laughs> why. I just kept getting cast in horror things. You just and seem... I got very good at dying. <laughs> Apparently you seem very killable, I guess. It's like, you know what? Yeah, You're like because of the dinner theaters, I I got killed like every dinner theater. It was great. <laughs> I have such a believable cough now. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, you, I mean, I've, I've died by... <laughs> like, what are some of the um, films? So most of them aren't, aren't up anymore because they were, like, different film festivals and okay. different things that were going on at the time because I did them from, like, age... 16, 17? <laughs> like, 16 or 17, the first one I did. Okay. Uh, that one actually still is available. That's uh, I was an extra in Return to the Hiding Place. Um, okay. That was my first real experience with and that was super fun uh except you know constantly getting pushed over a bush by a nazi quite literally because they were portraying nazis <laughs> <laughs> i tried every time to not be in front of this one guy that was getting pushed by the crowd he was a nazi looking for the jews and all of that and Every time I would try to get out of his way, I'd somehow end up in front of him. And every time he would step on my foot and I'd get tossed over a bush. <laughs> so mad. Like, and, <laughs> yeah. And then there was another time that we had to like run down a hill, running away from the Nazis and trying to protect our Jewish friends and all of that. And uh, this poor guy was running beside me. And then all of a sudden I just see him drop. Oh, no. And all of a sudden, he's rolling beside me, and I'm like, what the hell? Like, that That's poor not guy good. stepped in a pothole <laughs> and rolled down the rest of the hill. <laughs> and and I got to the bottom of the hill, and I was trying to help him up. And uh, he's like, oh, God, I hope I hope they don't keep that take, because my girlfriend is supposed to watch this. And then we heard in the background, take, we're going to the next scene. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I felt so bad for that guy. He's like, no. That's not what I wanted at all. Immortalized by falling on your ass. I, <laughs> I looked at him and was like, you know what? It works. <laughs> it was just, it's, it was so much fun. Um, it was such a cold day that day, though. <laughs> we had to pretend like it was summer, like we were in skirts and whatnot. Like, oh hey, my god, it was like just... 30 to 40 degrees outside, and we're like, don't shiver, we're trying not to shiver. That is called acting. <laughs> Apparently you guys did a great job. That was... to check it out, though, when I get the opportunity. Um, so that was a, a DVD-only release. Okay. Um, it had some uh, like pretty good actors in it. Mm. Um, I actually do own the film. I, I believe you can still get the film today. Uh, other than that, my first job actually ended up being an acting job. I used to work for a haunted house okay. named Nightmare on Grayson. They no longer exist. And I got paid to scare the shit out of people. Hey. That's always <laughs> fun. <laughs> oh, it was, but uh, not always, because there are some people who quite literally are fight or flight, and I was on the receiving end of fight a few times. Oh, <laughs> Well, that's unfortunate. I mean, they escort you out of the house when that happens, but... <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I still got hit, and that's not okay. Oh, yes. I, I've been pushed, shoved, kicked, 
um, head was stepped on. My hand was stepped on. Wow. Wow. Um, I got throat punched, <laughs> and the next day I had a choir competition, so oh. I couldn't sing. That was so much fun. That's just so fortunate. <laughs> the timeline on that is yeah. awful. It's like, oh yeah, <laughs> I got a choir thing today. I'm gonna just do my little screamy thing today, get some paid. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad and like there was there was there was some different things that happened in the house like i remember there was this uh one time i had lost my voice so they put me in the doll room and so i was just kind of a lifeless doll and i got very good at shallow breathing so you couldn't see me breathe in the room okay and i was very very still these two hispanic guys i saw them and I was being still and I wasn't moving my eyes. I could see them out of the corner of my eye. And they just stopped in my doorway. And one of them was just like terrified shaking and started saying, no mas. <laughs> no, no, no mas. Which means like no more. <laughs> They're like creeping around me. But you literally have to go directly in front of me to get out of the room. And this poor guy looks like he's about to cry. <laughs> But it's my job. You're like, well, I have to. <laughs> He's crying. So the last second, I just move forward because I can't. I can't make any sound. My voice is gone. Mm. He just screams and starts shouting a bunch of things, rapid fire in Spanish that I cannot understand and I cannot catch. And he just bolts out of the room. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> that note, he was, was gone. Like, I did a good I'm job. Like, <laughs> yeah, and there was another time. Like I legitimately felt bad for scaring her. Because this old lady came into my room and I didn't see her. I just heard someone come in. So I went around and I was in a Mad Hatter outfit. I scared her. Mm-hmm. She's in a wheelchair. She can't really go very far. Oh. <laughs> and I felt bad. And she's like, oh, that was good, young lady. And she said, do you mind if I like hide behind you? I got this arrogant grandson about to come through and he needs to learn a few things. And I'm like, oh. Say less. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> So she like wheels in the area where I'm hiding because I'm like, it's fine, it's fine, just go there. And so I like hide with her. And so she's waiting. And this like big, muscly, like 20 year old jacked black dude walks in, acting all like he's that. (laughs) And she's like, get him. And so I jump out, I do it. And he screams the most high scream (laughs) I've ever heard. And he just drops into the fetal position. He was not prepared. He was not prepared at all. And I could hear his grandmother laughing her ass <laughs> off behind me. I just said, you got him good. And then she just like rolled off into the next scene. And <laughs> her grandson kind of composed himself and kept going off. You're like, you know what? It's days like today. <laughs> that make it all work. Oh, yeah. I love days like that. And then there was another time they had put me on a jump scare. And so there was like this glass ceiling above people and one person would jump down and scare them by jumping down onto it. Mm -hmm. Um, It was reinforced, like 400 pound guy could jump on that. Nothing was going to happen. It just made a really loud bang. Um, And so I was on that and there's three steps above it. No one told me don't jump from the third step if you're under a certain weight. And in high school, I was under that weight. I was (laughs) actually looking pretty good in high school. <laughs> and so my dumbass jumps off of the third step, comes down hard on the glass, which scares them. The problem is, the reason you don't jump if you're under a certain weight is because it will bounce you back up. 
I went from scaring them to being scared shitless because I had just been ricocheted back up into the air <laughs> <You're> like, oh, <laughs> God. by glass, and I'm coming down, and it's good, it's the de- decision between my knee coming down hard on the glass or my hip, Ooh. and I'm like, I ain't gonna do this knee, so I twist in the air and my hip comes down, Oof. and it leaves a bruise and it also breaks my belt. Oh no! The entire night, I am trying not to pants myself while jumping down on this glass ceiling. <laughs> You're like, as long as long as the pants <laughs> don't fall, we're okay. <laughs> it was like, we don't it was, get a it was definitely an interesting night. <laughs> Everything will be fine. <laughs> that yeah, sounds like an it, interesting it, one for it's sure. A very interesting time. I can't say I would have been expecting to like hop on a hop on a glass ceiling and be like, "Well, I'm flying now. I don't know how." <laughs> <laughs> I'm in oh yeah, I scared myself. <laughs> and like, what's funny is, um, like, I did several different scenes in that house, uh, and I actually ended up on the cover of Current Magazine because it was the last year that Nightmare and Grayson was open. Okay, I was one of the the actors that was still in hair and makeup, so uh, I was La Llorona holding a demonic baby doll, posing with a monster that I was pretending to be my pet, and another monster with a suitcase. Um, <laughs> because it was the last it was the last year of fear. Um, it was the last year that Nightmare and Grayson was open. So okay. uh, that magazine cover still exists somewhere. We'll have to find it. <laughs> yeah, it was like back in the day. I think it's on my Instagram to be honest. I think it's still on my Instagram. I was about to say you gotta have um, it somewhere, don't you? <laughs> Just to be like, yeah, it's, 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 nice. it's probably in a box somewhere. <laughs> like, a lot has happened since high school. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> it's been a decent amount of time, I'd say. Not time, I, I was like 14, amount. 15 at that time. Oh, yeah, and I'm, I'm 27, almost 27. <laughs> <laughs> I had a kid since then, so. <laughs> um, yeah, guess... I've done a lot with acting. <laughs> You've also mentioned modeling. So, what did you do modeling for? So, I've done like local runway shows. I've done local magazines. Okay. Um, I've done uh, different photo shoots. Like, I've done a swimsuit photo shoot. I've done um, like uh, I did modeling down at the Pearl Brewery. Uh, so, there's actually a video of me modeling. Uh, it was right before covid i believe okay. um and that that video is up on my facebook and that looked so cool how it came out um and then i also routinely model for art schools so uh, i've done bikini multiple times uh they keep calling me back so i keep going back apparently you're a really good model so you know it helps <laughs> It just sucks when the limbs go numb because you have to hold a pose so long. And oh, it's like, yeah. oh, I can't feel my hand anymore. I can't <laughs> feel my arm anymore. This is okay. <laughs> I figured photo shoots would be like a little bit easier than like just, yeah, just sit there and just let these people draw you for like hours. <laughs> yeah, photo shoots and runways are definitely easier. It's harder to be uh, an art model and it's harder to be a mannequin model because both of those, you're in a position for a long time. Now, with the art model, you get breaks. With the mannequin, you're up there as long as the show is sometimes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm just going to chill here for a few hours. These heels hurt like hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is this is kind of crappy, but you know, it, it's, it's a living. <laughs> 
Yeah, and I've done all sorts of model modeling from like normal to a little bit more risque. Um, which those were definitely interesting photo shoots. Very safe, but very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "No one's gonna do anything." Thank goodness, but <laughs> oh, because like I had one, <laughs> I had one photo shoot. Um, it's with it was with my good friend Sin. Mm-hmm. I've known him actually since Nightmare and Grayson, that's the first time we met. And we lost contact for a few years and we met up at a modeling show, which is really cool. And then um, we both got booked for a a fetish modeling photo shoot. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It was a very interesting photo shoot. That sounds like Um, (laughs) Yeah, because like, he looks very like fierce and stern and intimidating and like looks like a bad boy. He is such a teddy bear. <laughs> that tends to be he how is it goes. so so <laughs> sweet and he's he can get very like blushy and shy. And yeah, at one point he had to grab my boob and he was just like trying not to blush. <laughs> <laughs> he's like doing his best to just not fall over. <laughs> he's like, man. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't prepared and, for this. and what's funny is my guy was at that shoot too <laughs> um which my guy doesn't mind um as long as he's you know there escorting me um and that shoot he knew everybody that was there he knew sin he knew the photographer and i was there and it was close set so it was just us mm-hmm. um and my guy was cracking jokes the entire time so that way sin would be comfortable <laughs> Because I was fine, the photographer was fine, Sin was all like, Sin was like man, I, help me, man. I don't know what to do. <laughs> what am I supposed to do about but this? But he's such, he's such a sweetheart, and I he's actually um, the main villain in my music video as well. Okay, um, we work together on that music video as well. Um, so that was pretty cool, and like I've seen him recently, and he's doing real well too. Can people see the music video still, actually? Yeah, that is that is 100% still up. Um, it is called Controlled. Uh, it is still on YouTube. Um, yeah, it's it's still up because it also exists as a uh, PSA. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the end of the music video, it does have resources for those who are in uh, domestic violence situations, how they can get help and all of that jazz. Okay. Well, that's a very great. Very good. Hmm. That was a lot of fun to work on that music video. It seems like they... I've I've worked on a couple projects with uh, some of my co-hosts. Um, it's fun to get into some weird stuff like that, just because it was like just for the hell of it. Um, we've definitely done. I I remember short films and things of that nature that are like, all right, I guess we're doing this. But go ahead. Because it was a like domestic violence uh, PSA, and he was playing the bad guy. He had to pretend to hit my other actress. He was so scared that that. he was going to actually, (laughs) he was fine with acting. Um, He was just so scared because of how close they were that he was actually going to hit her. And my actress, she got annoyed with him. (laughs) And so she, she looked him dead in the eye and said, just fucking hit me. (laughs) (laughs) He he actually like stepped back a little bit because he got spooked. And I'm like, I love you, Sid. It's okay. (laughs) That's actually he's such a sweetheart. He's such yeah. a good guy. Oh uh, man, that's that's actually too funny. <laughs> the fact that she just 
got to the point where he was like, just do it. Just, just actually hit me. I'll be just do it. Yeah, he he was far enough. Like, he finally believed us that, no, you're far enough. You're not going to hurt her. The reaction's good. It'll be fine, blah, blah, blah. So we did actually get the scene done. But I just find that, like, that was just a little gem of gold during shooting. <laughs> Uh, that's, that is funny though. That is a, that's a, that's a perfect little story. <laughs> and it, it tells you everything you need to know about everybody on set. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's very fair. Very fair. All right. Um, I think I'll actually have to conclude this one. Um, it was amazing talking to you. This has been a great conversation, genuinely, and. Love to have more with you at any time that we possibly can, because you sound like you have a plethora of stories that you could tell. You've got, you've done a lot. <laughs> I, I definitely have had some life experiences, um, and I'll be getting more information about Full Moon King next week, so I can probably start giving more information about their synopsises um, and their looking at release days and uh, release schedule. Because like God of Gears, I know is Tuesday, Friday. Mm. Full Moon King, I have no idea. <laughs> He's like, it's still yet to, to properly make its way onto the platform. But you do have the Because we still have to do the lore cards. That's true. He's like, but thank you once again. And just to remind everybody about all the... Well, you did say both the names. But just one more time for all your projects that you're working on currently. And want people to, to know about just for the listeners. Just go ahead and list them off. Oh. Yeah, so with Mithril, um, well, let me start with Amazon. Amazon, I have Carnivore Chorus and Nothing But Bones. They're in the anthologies uh, Six Feet From Tomorrow and um, The Lacey Curtain Between Life and Death. Okay. On Mithril, I have God of Gears and Full Moon King. Right. Uh, Full Moon King has not yet released. Uh, and then this fall, everything goes well. I will be traditionally publishing Gem of the Sea. I will give more information as we get closer for that. Okay. You definitely have to let me know about that one because that was that was not mentioned actually, and I I would like to hear what's going on <laughs> with that one at some point. <laughs> yeah, as as things get closer, yeah, I'll totally get more information. But I really appreciate you having you on, you coming along onto the show. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> um, without further ado, guys, we're going to end this one. I've probably done the already the intro and outro for the rest of that, so. I'll just let you guys go at this point. And once again, thanks you for our lovely guests for joining us. And uh, we'll catch you Thank guys you later. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Good night. Alex. That's shooting.